What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, and... The Shiznit. California, this is the Shiznit, and your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Reilly. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damien. What's happening, man? What up, dog? A good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. Good day, D honey. Hi. <laughs> Ooh, D. We got D two weeks in a row. We about to get spoiled up in this bitch. Love me some D honey. You know, D honey never spoils. I just learned that today. That's right. That's true. D honey is good 2,000 years from now. She might get a little crystallized, but she don't, uh, she don't spoil. Just put her in water. She melts in your mouth, not your hands. So I hear. <laughs> Damon, no. Now the cat's out of the bag. Oh. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's good with you, D? Honey or me? I'm sorry, D. Uh, weasel. The weasel. What's up, Weasel? What's good with your weasel? Oh, man, I just want to, first of all, I just want to I wanna thank you for uh, giving us last Sunday off. <laughs> so that we could uh, worship at the altar of uh, Super Bowl 48 or 49. I, I forget which one it is. And, uh, man, it was uh, one of the best games, one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life. Right, right. Cool. Glad you enjoyed, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what about you, Charlie Bell? What you been up to? Well, I went to go visit my grandmother and spend uh, her 92nd birthday right. with her. Give it up for grandmother. Grandma's now, the shit. Now, did you wear Grandma Bell? Now, did you? Now, were you wearing a little red riding hood when you went off to grandmother's house? No, <laughs> well, we did go out and do tequila shots. All grandma. right. <laughs> so, my grandma, but seriously though, my grandmother's like an amazing, inspiring woman. Like one of these days, I'll have to give some stories on the show. Yeah, uh, well, you know, Weasel, that uh, black people in hoodies don't uh, get along too well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially red hoodies. You know what I'm saying? Well, it depends on you know if, if well if they 
in the jungle, they are right. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but around here, it ain't that safe. Yeah. <laughs> D, honey, what you been up to since last week? I'm feeling eternally grateful that I didn't take a bet on that damn game. Ooh. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> the last three years, I have been cleaning motherfuckers' garages because I bet on the wrong teams. Oh, really? Wow. Yes, I did. And this year, I said, wait a minute. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that I, was the bet that you had to clean the garage? Yes. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, bookies. Dang. Bookies were mm-hmm. mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God my sister, though. Um one of the pilots that I flew it, I lost the bet to him, and they wanted to videotape me cleaning it. Bless <laughs> his wife for hey, bringing me over while he was gone, and me and her cleaned that garage before he got back. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, my sister. Now, see, if I had a bet you, you would have had another kind of job. To, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. That's I'm just me. Did it involve balloons or glass? <laughs> Just leave it at that there. Leave it to your imaginations. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I would have had another job for her. I, I, I would have put a better use than cleaning up a garage. I tell you that. That's a fucking waste. You would have had her cleaning the pipes? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tell you right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it ain't rape Crazy. if you lose a bet. <laughs> Oh, man, you guys are crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. That's why right. we in for a good show. We got Charlie Bell and D-Honey up in the house. <laughs> Woo. All right, let's get right into this. News and Noteworthy. All right, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and, and get in. Let's get this over with now and do an update on Bobby K. Mm. Last week, if you guys remember, um, we kind of broke the story. Uh, which was great for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a sad story to break, but on the on the positive side of it, for us it was pretty good because we only record once a week and mm-hmm. it's on a Sunday. Generally, I always feel like we're way behind the story and we're right. chasing the story. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I happen to be doing uh, putting the show together right on my right when this uh, came across my computer, mm-hmm. and uh, only a couple hours later, it was it was kind of cool that we got to break it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and now everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not looking good for Bobby K. Unfortunately, um, they're saying she's on life support, and it would take a miracle for her to pull out of it. And basically, the doctors are telling the family to say their goodbyes and and you know get ready for her to to not to not to 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 move on and mm-hmm. to pass from us. Um, I think what's going to happen is they're going to have to eventually decide when they want to take her off life support because that's what she's on now. She's on life support. She's living, you know, by the aid of machinery. And until they turn that off, she's just probably going to be in that same state mm-hmm. indefinitely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that that's that's pretty bad. It's also sad that the, the Houston family come to find out, you know, with, with this and other developments. The Houston family is kind of a trip. It's funny because Bobby Brown gets all the flack for pretty much everything mm-hmm. all the blame the scapegoat and all mm-hmm. that stuff totally. but mm-hmm. the houston's they're not nice <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not nice they're not they're not uh they don't they didn't embrace bobby they didn't embrace uh nick nick gordon mm-hmm. who um last week we were talking about that um i did a little research on it and yeah it was pretty much like damon said she uh she being whitney whitney took 
Gordon in when he was about 12. Mm-hmm. So they weren't really small kids. Uh, Bobby's, Bobby Christina's like a, a year or two younger than him. So she was about 10, 10 or 11 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they took the kid in. And uh, I think because, you know, his mom was uh, having a hard time and, mm-hmm. you know, probably drugs or something like that. Mm-hmm. But didn't have the... Uh, the benefit of being a multimillionaire mm-hmm. with, with the drug problem like Whitney. So, yeah. so Whitney was in a better position, <laughs> even though she was a drug addict too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she took, took Nick in and, and raised him as, you know, one of her own. Nick says that he, uh, she wanted him and uh, Bobby Christina to be together and that she always knew that they would be together mm-hmm. and used to talk to him about that all the time. So I don't know personally. Convenient after the fact. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't I have, have a problem with that. it because I don't, I don't really don't. Out of all the things, that, you know, the that are incestuous or semi incestuous, this they were twelve or around twelve, which is pretty close to puberty before they even met, mm-hmm. or before he started living in the house. Anyway, they he might have they might have known each other before then, but before they started living as brother and sister, and they were never really brother and sister legally or by blood or by marriage. Mm-hmm. I I think there's far worse, <laughs> uh, you know, incidents, uh, incidents yeah, well, than yeah. this. I think this has just been sens- sensationalized by the media, mm-hmm. and uh, but I don't really think that there's anything uh, bad about this situation. Mm-hmm. The family never liked it, which to me is a plus. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, from more more I hear about the, the Houston's, um, and also it appears that Nick was the one who encouraged Bobby Christ- Christina to cut some of the people off that Whitney had been carrying around. Uh, the hangers on, yeah, a lot of the Houston's that she'd been taking care of for all these years. Um, he kind of was like, you know, you need to cut some of that dead weight um, that your mom been carrying around, and it looks like that she, you know, she listened to him. Um, but come to find out. Nick Gordon and Bobby Christina were never really married. Mm-hmm. But that is that just according to Bobby Brown's lawyer, though, I think was the one who said they're not married. And I said, it, I mean, that's kind of strange that he is saying that they are. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know. Well, I, don't, no, I don't think it's that strange. No they, they haven't. Yeah, he's he hasn't. Since since, his, since Bobby Brown's lawyer said that, I haven't heard Nick come out and dispute it. Um, they, they were just, you know, on camera scene saying that they, you know, had this little e- elope. Family. Yeah. They, that they eloped or whatever and had the secret ceremony and whatnot, mm-hmm. but it, uh, it doesn't appear to be any records anywhere to, to support that. Yeah. Okay. Pre- okay. Pretty easy to prove. Right. right. Exactly. Right. And you know, the Houston's are pretty happy about that, which means that, you know, Nick's not going to inherit any of the 15 to 20 million that's left of Whitney's, uh, Estate, uh, yeah. which, uh, from the way I understand it, uh, Bobby Christina was supposed to inherit, inherit a chunk of it at 21, which I'm, I'm assuming she did, and then she was supposed to get another. Apparently, went and bought drugs. Was she with 30 it. Probably another, another, uh, like six percent or something like that at the age of 25 or 26, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and then at 30, she was supposed to inherit the, the whole, right. the whole balance, and she is the sole beneficiary. No one else was. Uh, Wow. was left but she if in the case of bobby christina's death sissy houston and other family members come into fact oh did she yes absolutely sissy houston and other family members oh, okay see i didn't hear that yep which is weird because that doesn't sound like that makes bobby christina the sole beneficiary no that, it's in in case of her death right and that's exactly what they're facing right now right yeah so unless this kid can prove we got married then it would take it which is where I think. Well, I haven't even heard that he's even trying to 
make that mm-hmm. assumption. Yeah, he, from, you know I, I haven't heard anything about him trying to go for the money or trying to assert that they were actually married or anything. But you know uh, what? Wouldn't that be kind of putting the horse before the cart? At this point, I think he just wants to see his wife come or his girlfriend, you know, wake up. At this point, if I was in his shoes, I wouldn't be fighting well, trying well, to prove that either. Well, I think they're they're keeping uh, him out of the the hospital, and which is I think so that I mean, shitty. if if he it, were yeah, he were he the next of kin, uh, I mean, just if that were my wife. And they weren't letting me see him. I, I would, I would produce I would legal be- legal documentation to say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you, you gotta let me in. I'm the one, and he would be the one making the decisions about whether or not to put. But they right. also blackballed Bobby too. I mean, he, I'm like, come yeah, on, you guys. Well, well uh, but you know, if if he were the husband, there would be no, they, they would have no legal recourse to keep him away, right? From but from, the father, I mean. Messy. They well, are. They keep him well, that, Right. That's what I've been saying. They are. They are. Yeah. They're, they're messy and, and, and greedy and, you know. They, yeah. That's kind know. of. Um, wow. Yeah. That's definitely mm-hmm. wrong that, that they. Well, they do allow the father to see him, right? He, Bobby. Bobby's gone. Yeah. In. They can't. I don't think they could not. Allow I don't him. think they're letting Bob. I think that I don't think they're giving Bobby a hard time, but I hear that they're giving other Browns mm-hmm. a hard time. Well, mm-hmm. I know Bobby at Whitney's funeral wasn't allowed in. They made Bobby and his family members leave Whitney's funeral. Right. So right. it's like, yeah, I said, oh, Where my goodness. Where did they do that at? Where did they yeah. do that at? That's so yeah. strife. Yeah. That's yeah. strife. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cocaine but, uh, is a hell of a drug. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, in other news, um, also in continuation of last week, we have another, uh, we have more plus-size model news this week. Last week we talked about. Um, Was it Ashley? No, her name was her name is uh, something Munster Holiday Tess Tess Holiday. Okay. That's what we talked okay. about. Tess Holiday, who was the first uh, um, uh, big girl model to get uh, a major contract with, I believe it was Vogue size twenty two. Mm-hmm. Well, this mm-hmm. week in Sports Illustrated, um, they finally have a plus size model on their pages, and that's Ashley Graham. Mm-hmm. She's a size sixteen, mm-hmm. and she appeared mm-hmm. in an ad for swimsuits. Uh, for all, an online swimmer, re, uh, online swimwear retailer right. that uh, caters to plus size women, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have that, and then also in the same, I think it's the same issue. Uh, they also have Robin Lawley. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, Lawley is the first ever swimsuit uh, model being featured in the magazine. Robin Lawley is a 25-year-old Australian native and she's uh, she's only a size 12. Which is which we know funny. is... And you call her a plus size? Well, we talked about this last week. You know, I mean, by by a regular standards... standards. Right, right. Well, by regular Them standards... Kim she's, Kardashian's ass has got to be a plus size. Oh, she, well, she is. Well, yeah. But they don't ever say that about Kim Kardashian. They don't say it about J-Lo. Well, Kim, Kim Kardashian is not a model. Right. If she was she modeling. High fashion modeling. But even, right. uh, well, she poses in magazines. Was she full frontal? Shit. Yeah, she is a model. They don't call her that, but she does magazine covers. She's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's a professional celebrity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, it's 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 a positive step. Are, you know, are, are they looking for a, step are they looking for a plus size male model? <laughs> I've never heard of a plus size male model. <laughs> well, first of all, they don't use the word plus size because oh. that that would be uh, that would be I don't know gay. <laughs> Why would that be gay? For a man? Why would that be gay? Nigga, you gay. Because <laughs> that that term is for women. That's not it's a tip. What would a what a plus what would a plus size man be? Big and tall. 
Oh, okay. Let's, let's oh, big they use big, oh, they use big and tall. Yeah, use, yeah. Well, Husky's for kids. Oh. That's the Husky is a big kid. Portly. Portly is one. There's one that they use for, for men. They, yeah, but that's exactly. usually reserved for suits. I think that's out of favor, Portly. Yeah. I do, think they, some, do, they, do they still have tough skins? I don't, yeah. I don't think what? they do. I don't I, think I, they I, do. That was what I used to get. I used to get husky uh, tough skins. Yeah. Ooh. Back, yeah. back when they I got was... animals. <laughs> well, I guess they figure if you can't beat them, join them. I mean, mm-hmm. America is an obesity epidemic, so they're going to have to cater to the market that's out there. But I'm afraid that it's probably just going to be a fad. That's what I really think. I think that in the long run, they're going to go back to... You know, putting the uh, well, they haven't left the it. So. <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the fantasy of the skeleton is always going to be the ideal. But as far as they, I think this is being driven by the market reality that they need to hustle these plus size clothes because that's what the average woman is out mm-hmm. there. I think mm-hmm. I think this all started with those Dove commercials, uh, uh, those Dove ads. Uh, Did it? Uh, well, I think so. I mean, they had they had women who were they basically were regular looking women, right? And they were running around in their underwear um, uh, promoting uh, Dove Dove soap, and yeah, I, th- I think it was quite effective. You know, there was an article by U.S. News that said, and I kind of agree with it. To be honest, Sports Illustrated should call itself a men's magazine with a yearly porn issue. Well, that, uh, no, it's not porn. It's not porn. Porn. Do you see those, way, those women? I mean, I have never posed. In my bikini, <laughs> holding my bikini bottoms down to where all you got to do is just just look over to see. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. I believe it is. They are gearing. Those magazines are geared toward strictly toward men. I mean, oh, no, 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 well, that's not the part we're disagreeing yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. But it's, that's it's, what they I think is kind of a. It's a push, but I can agree with that statement. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's definitely geared it's, towards men, but yeah. that's Men's not Men's magazine towards porn. a porn issue. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> the way those women pose in there is not the way they would pose in, for instance, Cosmopolitan. I believe they are pushing oh, the button. You know, when it came Cosmopolitan to that. got me through puberty, too. <laughs> <laughs> Pre internet, obviously. <laughs> You're telling your age now. <laughs> Uh, that's right. I'm dating myself. Sears catalog came through in a pinch too. Raw <laughs> section, baby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's how I learned about cup sizes. You know what I'm saying? You guys are looking at Sears. Oh yeah. <laughs> National Geographic. And then you get your hands on it. Back then. Back then, you know, yeah. porn was hard to come by back then. It ain't like it is now. It wasn't ubiquitous. It was like there's like one dude who showed up at school who had like it in a, in a paper bag and like there'd be a big huddle around him. <laughs> It was in our house. Yeah. My dad was reckless with his porn's dad. Well, I mean, well, well, well grown-ups, yeah. Grown-ups could, you know, but get, get it anyway. I'm saying they weren't that careful about hiding it oh, from us. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, wow. you know, we, we, wow. uh, yeah, we came from a more religious upbringing than you yeah. did. So. No, my parents were kind of hippies, and yeah. they, didn't, they, they were very open about sex and nudity and all that. Yeah, see, me and Damon came from the opposite really, of that. But they were extremely uptight about... I was not allowed to watch anything violent. So really? that's still held with me. T- to this day, I can't really tolerate yeah. watching violence. Our households were the sexually repressed uh, variety. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I remember my first emission was was uh, reading a Cosmopolitan magazine. <laughs> was, did you know what that was when you first did it? I had no idea. Yeah, me either. It, it, was, it was it was like, you know, really? you know, like yeah, no, like, uh, know. The, uh, like in New Year's when the 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 the, the things pop in the in the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you go, oh, the confetti and all yeah, that. the confetti pops. up. Yeah. That's what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't have sex ed. Well, first yeah, of all, back then they didn't have it at ninth grade. I mean, I'm sorry, at nine years old. 
They, they did didn't, at our school. Well, not at, not out here. They didn't have they had, sex well, ed at, at, well, when you were in, in elementary well, school. Had, well, I, I know for us they had it like we the girls had it in fifth grade and we had it in sixth grade. But they didn't go into detail like that. It was like, you right. know, they didn't really go into detail. You're right. They yeah. didn't. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I remember that, like, for the penis, it was a, the, uh, the shadow of a man's finger. I remember that on the screen. <laughs> it was oh, it was sad. it was a male it was a male it was a, it was a, a finger for, that was the for us was it was sad. it's for us your, your voice is going to get deeper and you're going to get taller and you might get acne oh. <laughs> and, no, and, and and you will find you will suddenly find girls attractive. <laughs> I definitely remember learning about wet dreams mm-hmm. in school mm-hmm. in health ed. Yeah. I I they use the term wet dreams. I didn't know what the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like yeah, you'll have wet dreams, and I was like, plus what if it happened before you had the class? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right, right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's right. what that was mm-hmm. our case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like before we had the class, so yeah. we didn't know what was going so on. So your parents didn't talk to you either. No, not be, no, not at that age. No, yeah. they no, my parents yeah. didn't either. Yeah, That's sad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember Richard Pryor said that uh, he discovered masturbation in the tub. He was like, "Dad, don't know about this." <laughs> dad didn't. <know> <laughs> yeah, well, you kid, you didn't know yeah, Dad knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we talked friends. Mm-hmm. That's how we learned a lot. Us and friends, mm-hmm. we all sat and you know figured the stuff out ourselves. We're like, so that's what that is. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what happened. No. I had a lot of older friends who answered those questions yeah. for me. Yeah, it was like I knew where babies came from. I just didn't know how they got in. Right, right. <laughs> 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 I, for the longest, I thought they came out of the belly. For the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like an alien type. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just thought everybody was born by cesarean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, you had, you had more medical knowledge than I did. <laughs> I remember this is how bad the the household, the, the type of household I grew up in was. I remember one uh, time a, a bunch of the kids from church were over for, uh, well, actually the kids weren't over. The parents were over for some sort of meeting that my mom was hosting. So, which means by default, I had to host all the kids, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was irritating to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, some, so, uh, the other, the other kids were like even more naive than I was. We had just started going to church at, at this point. And, uh, so wait, how old are you about this time? I am about, uh, geez, second grade. So like seven, seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the kids said something about, uh, Sister so and so is pregnant, right? One of the older kids. Mm-hmm. Then uh, one of the younger kids was like, "No, she's not." And then they was kind of back and forth. It's like, "Well, is Sister so and so married?" Uh, the younger kid said, and the older kid was like, "No, nah, she's not married." And then the younger kid was like, "See, how can she? She can't be pregnant if she if she's not married." <laughs> and then the older kid was like, "Oh yeah, I guess you're right." And I, I can't argue with that logic. And then I stepped in, was like, "You idiots!" I was like, "You don't have to be." Uh, you don't have to be married to 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 have a baby, and they were like, you "Yes, you do. Much. Yes, you do." And I was, and then my mom happened to be passing by, and I was like, "Mom, tell tell him you don't have to be uh, married to have a baby, do you?" And she was like, "What? Who told you that? Shut up, boy. Yes, you do." And I was like, well, "Mama, what about um the girl? Shut up, boy. Shut up. Go that's terrible. Yeah, you were like so, a fucking savant, man. That's, that's that's how it was back I think then. That's so sad. I mean that." To me, that seems that, but like, that's like you are like talking like this is this was like super common. That's the way it that, was. Absolutely, it was very common. They they lied about very the sex and, and all to mm-hmm. kids everywhere all the time. You sound like you sound time. like this dude I know who's like um 
he watches Empire, and one of his big problems with it is how uh, the uh, the uh, Terrence Howard character mm-hmm. is so appalled by his son being gay. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not buying it. He's like, I'm like, dude, that's absolutely real for his mm-hmm. age and mm-hmm. that generation, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely real. Absolutely. But he's a younger guy. He's a yeah. millennial, mm-hmm. and he's like, to him, he just can't fathom a parent like being that appalled by a kid who's right. who's gay. Right. And I'm right. like, that's that's exactly how Charlie yeah. Bell sounds right now. <laughs> So this is the thing. I've heard of these stories from older people, but honestly, I haven't heard that many stories of being that night um, of that much information being held back from people my generation. And either way, I mean, I know that it exists. That's why you were a hippie. If you weren't, if you weren't a hippie, if everybody was doing it, you wouldn't be a hippie. You'd just be normal. Okay. So (laughs) I I mean, I'm not arguing with it, but still, whether it's common or not, it's still sad because I feel like that it would create a lot of fear and trauma when you then you know encounter sexuality, either your own or other people. I just think it's that's why we all fucked up. If it if it weren't for our parents repressing our sexuality, there wouldn't be a show today. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I guess I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are uptight. <laughs> no, I think it's wrong, but anyway, yeah, don't do I mean, that to your kids, people. <laughs> oh, no, I watch porn with my kids all the time. And then we and then we have the going too far the other way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have any children. It's my cousins that I watch porn. <laughs> long as it's not your goddaughter, <laughs> I don't give a good goddamn. <laughs> Creepy, creepster. Uh, FYI, you guys out there, that the uh, weasel is my daughter's uh, godfather. <laughs> and she's a very good goddaughter. He says with uh, horror. Her very dilly. Very dilly. Dilly. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's talks about, you know, speaking of biopics and all that or whatever. We always talk about biopics on this show. Destiny Child and, and Escape mm-hmm. are uh, in talks about uh, <laughs> biopics. Yeah, Candy's even got people picked out who, Candy Burris, that is, of uh, who could play her in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh I would mention who it was, but I can't remember who it was because it was somebody I'd never heard of. Mm. But uh, she mm. had somebody in mind for her and Tiny. She thinks it would be a great idea. I think so. they'll do it because they have, they had so many problems. I mean, and that's that's what they're going to want to do a biopic about. Somebody, a group that had a lot of tension. That's what, and that's they what, yeah, Candy said. She was like, oh my gosh. It was, it was like a typical girl group. It was so mm-hmm. much drama. Mm-hmm. It would be a great, great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably true. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. They usually leave all the best parts out. They don't, yeah, they don't put you know that in I mean? there. Like, especially, especially when they're still alive. Right, absolutely. You know? We want the dope. Right. Yeah. I mean, don't tell me what we know. It we sounds know like we that do- she would be okay with it, though, so maybe it would be better than most, you know? Yeah, she's not speaking to, uh, is it time? No, Tamika. Yeah, she's not speaking to Tamika. She thinks Tamika's been throwing her shade for years. And she said it on uh, Watch What Happens, said that they had problems with their relationship. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah, she's, she's a big success. A lot of people don't know that she's um, a huge, I mean, huge writer. She's written yeah. a lot of major, I mean... I couldn't DLC, name, yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce, a lot of a lot of songs uh, out there that were huge hits. That yeah. uh, she's the one that pinned them. Yeah. So, but do you Tamika's know? Had some success as well. 
Yeah. Well, well that T.I. and Tiny. Right. So, yeah, she's got her own show, no, too. No, I mean, even as a songwriter, even right. before they okay. became the reality stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you I know mean, what they, they actually had talent. But do you know what they said? What yeah. caused the tension in the group that started it? What? Supposedly, the guy who discovered them, Jermaine Dupree right. and Candy, were fucking. Oh. They said that's what started the tension in the group. Well, mm, yeah, that'd wow. do it. Yeah, certainly. Would. I mean, but that's the same thing that happened with TLC. Right. Absolutely. Chili Dallas sleeping Austin. with Dallas. And absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Barry Gordy. And, right. and, um, so. right. and Dream Girls. And I can see that. Yeah. I can Dream see where that's all the problem. Yeah. And Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Alan was hitting it, man. Alan was hitting it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know who was really pissed off was Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would, I would watch their... Uh, I'd biopics. watch it. I sure would. But they got to put the stuff in there. I mean, come on. Yeah. But speaking of biopics, who, who we didn't talk about the Whitney one on this. We talked about it up until oh. it aired. But after it aired, we haven't mentioned it. How, how many people? Anybody saw that? I haven't seen it. I, I saw didn't. it. You didn't see it either? Nobody saw it? No wonder why we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say this. I'll say this. I thought it was decent as far as Lifetime biopics go. I think it was one of the better ones, which I granted is not saying a whole lot. Right, but the bar is pretty low. Yeah, the bar is pretty low. <laughs> but it, it was, it was, it was, you know, considering the bar, it was, it was decent. It was definitely better than the Aaliyah one. And yeah, you couldn't get worse. Than and that. I think. Um, was the Aaliyah one really bad? Oh, it was terrible. Really? It, it wasn't. Yeah, well. The, what made it bad is the same thing that makes most of them bad is the fact that you just gloss over everything. Just like but the was TLC it the acting? one. It was the acting, the casting, the the dialogue. It was all bad. Was well, all I don't... Bad. I don't. Uh-huh. The girl who played Leah, uh, was Zendaya? Zendaya? Was yeah. Zendaya? Yeah, Zendaya Coleman. I think she played her pretty good, but I think that's also... Was, Zendaya played Aaliyah? Yeah. No, 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 Disney no. Disney Zendaya? No, no, no. She Wait. She was originally supposed to play her, and then somebody... She backed out. And then somebody else played her. I didn't think Zendaya played Disney Zendaya. She was she was she was originally supposed to. Yeah, but I could see where someone else would take it because I think did. Wow. Yeah, we talked about that. She 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 backed out of it. Um, I can't I can't remember who who played her, but I think she did decent good a decent job. But, but the writing fell apart for you. But back to no, well, well, yeah, I guess you can call it the writing. The fact that they just mm. kind of gloss over everything, you know. But the uh, back to the Whitney one, or saying uh, the standout about that is, I thought that Yaya did a really good job. Really? Yeah, I thought Yaya did a really good job. I think she sang the songs too. Yaya? Yeah. She's got the kind of a voice. Well, I mean, she didn't sound ex- she, put it like this. She didn't sound like Whitney in her prime, but she right. sounded better than Whitney at the end. <laughs> so that's saying something. That's, yeah, if know. I could sound like Whitney at the end, my ass would be recording. <laughs> that bitch could blow even at the end. Yeah, I would be good for Yaya then. No, I mean, you know, you, you heard some of that stuff where she was like really off. No, no, no. I'm not talking yeah. about her on her good days at the end. I'm talking right. about her and her bad days at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. did have some pretty rough ones too. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, well, the same party that my friend saw um, Bobby Christina doing drugs at mm-hmm. was um, the Grammy weekend right before Whitney died, and she actually went on stage and did a song, and they said she sounded bomb. They said she looked fucked up, but she sounded bomb. Yeah, uh, Whitney, she could sing Bobby yeah. Christina. No, Whitney. Oh, oh. Whitney and Bobby Christina were at this party. My friend saw them. Yeah, because because uh, and she was doing drugs. Bobby Christina. Oh yeah, she turned out. All the way. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember that. It was at, wasn't it at, uh, what's his name, the guy who, uh, who signed Whitney originally? Wasn't it one of his parties or something like that? Um, that white guy. 
Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I forget his name. Shit. What with the hole in his oh, afro? Not Tommy Matola. No, no, no. no, no. That, uh-uh, that's Mariah's no. guy. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Clyde Davis? Clyde Davis. Clyde Davis, Clyde Davis. Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, she didn't. She ended up not performing during the Grammys because she died, right? Yeah. 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 She was like, yeah. right. The day. Yeah, I think there. the day before she had a bad set. She or had a bad, bad rehearsal. rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she died that night. Right, yeah. she died yeah. that night. Right. So yeah, they did a tribute to her. I remember, well, I remember uh, Bruno Mars shouted her out yeah. when uh, he he performed. Yeah, mm. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. And uh, well, you know, speaking of biopics, they're still doing the the NWA biopic, but there was drama on the set. You guys, we <laughs> yeah, we we heard about that. Yeah, Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, killing somebody. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. we all heard about that one. <laughs> so the story goes that Suge Knight, he says that he got a call from a mutual friend be- of um of his, of his and Dre's, and he said that Dre wanted uh, Suge to come to the set to squash the beef, which sounds like bullshit to me, mm. just off the mm-hmm. off the bat, you know, mm-hmm. just. Probably- Bring Suge to squash anything. That's, yeah, I mean, not only why does why does <laughs> Dre after all this time why does he need Suge? Why does he need he would why mm-hmm. yeah he, he has wouldn't. Dre is fucking huge and blowing up since he left uh, Suge. That's the best thing he ever did. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think Dre is perfectly fine with the beef that they have. Exactly. <laughs> that the beef means you stay away mm-hmm. the fuck away from me. Exactly. Then he's perfectly fine with that. So anyway. Uh, they're they're filming at Tams in Compton, which is a real popular uh, burger spot over there and Suge shows up and he gets in some kind of altercation and ends up run, running over one guy literally running over him backs over him then runs over him again and then on his way it hits another guy one and of then, his friend and then he says he says he yeah well, actually one of the guys that he hit was the guy who he said in, invited him down there to squash the beef uh, th- supposedly at, at Dre's uh, request okay. so yeah the whole thing just sounds just Fishy and do you and think Uncle though that he's gonna do any time? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's done. You yeah. think so? Oh, yeah, third, sure. it's a third strike. He's done. He's yeah, done. Yeah. yeah, it's a third. You're strike. joking? They could. He could. This kind of hard he to could, believe. He couldn't even raise bail. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I'm sorry. They revoked his bail. His bail. Yeah, uh, really. Well, yeah. You, you know, you know, you know. Murder was the case that they gave him. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the joke that's going around. Everybody's like, look, gas is under $3. Missy Elliott played the Super Bowl. And Suge Knight is on trial for murder. The 90s are bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good I, one. I thought he would have gotten away with you know that Suge no, would have no. got away for what? Nah, he, no, he don't uh, got no juice like that no more. He ain't magic. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just too blatant, you know. It was just too. But, but I thought they said the guy that he ran up was his. It was just too much shenigery. Really? Yeah. It was a shugnigery. Shugnigery. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'd be running to prison by the time he get in there. Then I think he'd be nah, running to prison. I think his running things days are over <laughs> running for his life <laughs> yeah cause he had a uh, when he went to trial he had an anxiety attack who when, did? when uh, Suge Knight did when they revoked his uh, they revoked his bail yeah because he was a flight risk mm-hmm. and they were afraid mm-hmm. of witness intimidation and uh, he had an anxiety attack right there in court yeah yeah, they ended up taking him to the hospital. Yeah, he passed out. They sure did. Sure, he sure did. Yeah. I mean, that kind of uh, that so, well, so, that destroy a reputation right there. Yeah, well, I mean, it shows he's worried. 
Amen. Uh, Show you a little bitch. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, the best thing he could do is have a heart attack. That's the best thing he could do is fall out with wow. a fucking cardiac arrest. Wow. He should be so lucky. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. But okay. In in uh, in in uh, movie related news, this is not a biopic, but. Um, Guess who? Guess who? Uh, what big movie is doing a remake with a twist? Oh, I heard about this one, Ghostbusters. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. And um, they have as the potential. Not, I don't believe all of these actresses have signed on. Oh, the twist is Ghostbusters is all female version, mm-hmm. the, except for uh, I guess Sojourney. Weaver, uh, Sigourney Weaver's character will be a man since mm-hmm. they're flipping it. Okay. So um, they have Melissa McCarthy. Oh, that's going to be hilarious. And uh, did you guys know that that's uh, Jenny McCarthy's uh, cousin? Of yes. course. Okay, I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny McCarthy's actually come out and defended uh, Melissa McCarthy, you know, when people would make fun of her uh, on, in, in public. She's actually come out. What are they making fun of her for? Because well, she's fat. That. And uh, What? Oh, oh yeah. What people are mean to fat people? What? <laughs> and in Hollywood, How? you know. No. What? <laughs> but uh, but Jenny McCarthy's, you know, come out, you know, and and you know, publicly defended her her uh, her her cousin. If there's a if Jenny McCarthy and Melissa McCarthy are cousins, I got to think there's a McCarthy around here somewhere that's average looking with uh, <laughs> who's moderately funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think Melissa, McC- but I would you know I'd like to see Sandra Bullock in it. Well, okay, let me let me finish telling you who they have signed on, okay. or at least who they're trying to sign on. I believe McCarthy. The names are floating out there. McCarthy is, I believe, a go, and the rest of these I think are are not sure. Uh, I don't even know who they are to be honest. Christian. Uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Wig. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's funny. She's from Saturday Night Live. Okay, and, Le- and bridesmaid, uh, bridesmaid. Yeah, Leslie Jones. Who's that? I don't know. She's and, from Saturday Night Live. And Kate oh, McKenna. McKenna. I don't know. McKenna. Who's that? I don't know. Damn. But this is what I thought. This now, this is Dino's. This this Dino's casting idea. Mm-hmm. I thought if we gonna flip Tell us, it, Dino. Tell us. If we gonna flip it, let's really flip it. Mm-hmm. So not only is it all women. Mm-hmm. But it's three black women there and one white woman. There you go. And this is my this is my cast. Mm-hmm. This is who I have. He better have me on that bitch. <laughs> uh. He better have me on that bitch. Yeah. So, of course, of course, he has her on there. Yeah. Of course, uh, number one, D Honey. Uh. <laughs> no, okay, we have uh, I got Maya Rudolph. Oh hell yeah! I got uh, Raven Simone. Mm-mm. And I got yeah, I got Raven Simone, and I got Sky Townsend. Who's the, I don't know who Sky Townsend. Sky, Sky Townsend is yeah, because she's a young up and coming. She's hilarious though. She's Robert Townsend's daughter. Uh, she's, oh, okay. she's, oh yeah, I've seen her. She's, she's good funny genes. and beautiful. She's, good she's, she's funny. Hilarious. She's she funny good, and she's um, beautiful. <laughs> As a matter of fact, she could play Beyonce in the Destiny Child uh, biopic. She's that oh, pretty. Wow. She is. Yeah, that pretty. Yeah, wow. she is that pretty. Okay. okay. She's that pretty, and she and she can do a fucking dead on Beyonce. Oh, can't she? Yes. yes. It's so good. Yes. It's funny. You know, that, that'd be interesting watching dueling Beyonce's between her and uh, um, um, uh, Maya Rudolph. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Raven yeah. Simone doesn't even claim black, so I don't know if you can I guess. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't she, claim African-American. Right. She doesn't claim, right. doesn't claim right. gay either, There's so, I mean, <laughs> she's denying across the board. Right. Okay, now, for the, for the white girl, only I had... 
I narrowed it down to three. I couldn't make up my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is probably in order. Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, who's Amy Schumer? That comedian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty funny. Oh, God. Yeah, the bitch didn't, what, she took fifth place in last comedian standing? That means Was nothing. Was even yeah. six? That, that I means I nothing. I don't think she's funny at all. She's I hilarious. She's, I don't like her at all. I think she's funny. Anyway, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, she, she, does, she, she does the roast. Yeah, I know. And that's, yeah, and nobody could understand how she even got her ass in there. Yeah, okay. You're, you're in the minority on this one, D. You're all Okay. Everybody else on the panel loves her. All right. Okay, uh. Second, Chelsea Handler. That's my first pick. Mm, she's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She could. She, Who's Chelsea Handler again? <laughs> <laughs> that bitch throws down, man. And, and third, I have uh, uh, Sarah Silverman. There you go. Now, now that that's hilarious. first, second for me. Those, the, so those three. Those yeah, three are. Yeah. And then for the the Sigourney Weaver uh, male version, I have uh, also three men uh, narrowed down to uh, Hannibal Burris. Because I don't know oh, if he can act, okay. but if he could pull it off, that would be great for him. Right, right. Okay. But like he's that. funny as hell, but I don't know if he can act. Mm-hmm. Uh, JB Smooth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that wins right there. I'm, I'm going with, I don't know who the third one is, but I'm going with JB. <laughs> and last is uh, Marlon Wayans. Oh, JB. Yeah. <laughs> that so. shit will be hilarious. Now, who, who you would, should be a casting director. Who would, play, <laughs> who would play the Rick Moranis part? Uh, so, uh, which, which, which woman? No, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. There, I, it would have to be a woman. Yeah, there would have to be a woman. Well, I didn't, I didn't go yeah, into which. Uh, I didn't because I wasn't trying to actually trying to make each woman fit into the male version. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just was getting three women and kind of letting the them pool. do their own let thing. Them, yeah, let, put mm-hmm. the pool out there. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think it would be a mistake to try to make them into the characters, right. uh, the like the to female counterpart right. of the males. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, why don't you guys? Why don't you think Sandra Bullock? She's For not what? Funny. She's not. Yeah, she's. A, See, she, I think she's hysterical. She's an actress who everybody around her is funny. Um, uh, yeah, I disagree. Funny and- I think she. I mean, I, you know, what I think Sandra Bullock. I it think was, she's uh, just miscongeniality. Right. That's I think a- she's just naturally funny. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes well, with Melissa McCarthy, well, it's shtick to me. Well, and I that, think Sandra just plays it straight, and that's funny to well, me. The thing about the thing about actors, I mean, some you know, some actors you don't you don't necessarily play funny; you play the role, right? And if, and if it's well written, or you know, you you play the character right, the character will be funny. What was right. that movie? Who's sleeping? Uh, uh, while you were sleeping, while you were sleeping, she was fucking hysterical yeah. in that. I thought I she was hysterical in that. I thought she was hysterical in uh, Miss Congeniality. I think she, she, she can, plays kind of dingy more than funny. Well, she can, uh, and she did the, she did the movie with Melissa McCarthy, uh, the uh, the buddy cop movie, right? Um, that was just out. yeah. I, I, well, she's I, done tons of comedies. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just yeah. don't think that she's. I don't think of her as a comic. See, I'm funny. Well, she's a she can play. She's a comedic actress, right? Or she can, yeah. or she can do. She's an actress who does she's comedy. She's a straight man, right? She's yeah. a straight man right. and a comedic. Exactly. Well, Egon, Egon, please. Egon was a straight man. Who? Egon. I, I don't know. Is she speaking English? Hal Ramos uh, in the movie was a straight man. He was a straight man. I think. I think they were all straight. Um, well, I, 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 don't I don't know. Think any I, of them were gay. Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray, I thought was over the top hysterical. Yeah. Now, did, now, did anyone know that uh, uh, the role that was played by uh, oh shit Ernie Hudson mm-hmm. was originally intended for Eddie Murphy? Was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What that happened? About right. Uh huh. I said that sounds about right. Yeah, what yeah. Happened? Uh, they couldn't get their schedules together. Um, oh. That was when Eddie Murphy was popping. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, originally, they had written the role for Eddie Murphy, and uh, so when Eddie Murphy pulled out. Um, they ended up going with Ernie Hudson, and they made the role smaller, and uh, really more of a straight man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dino Ray. 
And Arsenio played him in the cartoon. Played who in the cartoon? He played uh, Ray in the cartoon. You were what? saying too mm-hmm. was was it was it the forty eight hours that was originally for Sylvester Stallone yes. instead of yes. Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. it was supposed mm-hmm. to be a, a drama and, mm-hmm. or action uh, drama action yeah. Oh. yeah and they tailored it towards for Eddie, Eddie. Murphy yeah. yeah yeah that was a good decision yeah mm-hmm. that movie would yeah. yeah, there's so there's so <laughs> many there's, uh, we should do this one day it's like find out uh, the different movies where the casting was changed right yeah. but there's so many movies out there where just like you, we were talking about with songs last week yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Eric Stoltz was they actually oh, yeah. filmed Back to the Future. Eric yeah. Stoltz filmed some of the scenes of Back to the Future. Really? Absolutely. He certainly yeah. did. And did he do anything besides the the fly or whatever that was? The mask. The, the, yeah, the, he did the mask. The mask. The mask. Yeah. Uh, he was the guy yeah. in the mask. Did, yeah. I think he got yeah. either the Oscar. He sure did. Yeah, he was nominated. He was nominated for the Oscar mm-hmm. for that. Cher but, was nominated, too, for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, th- you're thinking of, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Um, the white guy in Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Oh, Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum. No, no, Jeff, no. I'm what about Jeff him? Goldblum was in The Fly. Oh, you're yeah, thinking Eric, the fly, the fly too, right? The fly right, too. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Eric Stoltz uh, did the mask. Yeah, but he, but he also, did the fly he, too. He did the fly well. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also uh, he was the guy. He was a drug dealer in uh, in. Um, so when Jim Carrey did it, Eric Stoltz had already done it. The mask, or is that a different mask? Oh, it's a different mask. The mask with Cher. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh, story. that mask. Yeah. About yeah. That, oh, that was Eric Stoltz. Yeah, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, he was. The guy's name was Rocky something. Yeah. Rocky Dennis. Rocky Dennis. Yeah. Yeah, that yep. was a good movie. I and saw And Cher was. I can't. I can't fucking watch that movie. Cher was on a roll back then. Yeah. Cher needs to get back into acting. Well. She might be too late. I guess say, yeah, might be too late. But she, she, she killed again. I mean, Silkwood. Oh my God, she Cher was that. killing it back. She then. was. She was. She, she was. should have got the Academy Award for Silkwood, mm-hmm. and so they gave it to her for the other movie, which I thought was just a piece oh, of uh, shit. Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Silkwood was what she should have gotten mm-hmm. it for, yeah. and she didn't. So yeah, yeah there's a lot. You're right. Of she was on a roll for years. <laughs> Moonstruck. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I want to see. I want to see Eric Stoltz doing the uh, the in the Michael J. Fox role. But him, yeah, they. I think he did like two weeks, and Robert yeah. Zemeckis realized. Yeah, they both. He was were, the wrong one for the role. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, that's got to be. Just, I mean, especially when the movie comes out and it's like yeah. fucking <laughs> huge. <laughs> like, what well, you know? And I don't know if it's true, but I read that it, they both realized that you know. That it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still got to be. I would. They uh What's her name? Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the initial. Frazier. Rosalind, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And she said, they knew, she said, I knew kind of almost immediately that I was the odd man out, that mm-hmm. I didn't really fit into this group that mm-hmm. was... She didn't God. feel the chemistry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's got to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, she's not really... Well, I don't think she's that funny. Then she fell into friends. She's I'm, not really like the waspy type. Uh, hmm? Well, I don't, I don't know if Rosalind uh, was really waspy on... No, she uh, wasn't. No, I'm just, I don't know, I guess... Yes, yeah, but I, when the, you think about the, it, in the immediate, I think it's one of those things you know, that I can't see her fitting right. in with like a waspy upper crust. And I that I agree with. That I can understand. Yeah. I could see where they would say, "Well, she's." But not I think she's broken. talented enough that I think she could have pulled it off because I think she's pretty really? talented. Yeah, I think but she's Ros- talented. But uh, uh, that, that character was was like she was supposed to be counter to to Frazier and, and um, right. And uh, yeah, a little little low brow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? They didn't want you know they didn't want Whoopi Goldberg for Ghost. Hmm. They can, didn't want the that. They did not want her. And Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore said mm-hmm. no Whoopi, no Patrick, no Demi. Yeah. They it wasn't written for a black woman. That mm-hmm. was their point. And, and Patrick was like, "What the fuck? Who cares?" Yeah, exactly. Who fucking cares? And the bitch turns around and wins an Academy Award. You, you know, to me, the greatest the 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 greatest uh, uh, um, uh, miss. Uh, 
the greatest uh, 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 injustice injustice that would have been done if a studio head had gotten his way. Robert Robert Redford Robert Redford would have played Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Oh, that would have been yeah, horrible. Yeah, the the, the head of they Par- wanted him. The he- no, the head of Paramount wanted him. No one else did. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola fought to get uh, uh, Al Pacino. Uh, to play uh, uh, Don Corleone, and then a few he, years later, he cast his daughter in the lead, and almost had everybody threatening to walk Corleone. off the set. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's yeah. Well, he he eventually became Don Corleone, but yeah, yeah, yeah. My, Michael Corleone. Yeah. And uh, it, the thing is, is like they they screen tested everybody. Mm-hmm. Even James Caan screen tested for the role. And st- James Caan's like. What the fuck are you doing? You should hire Al Pacino. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, they didn't want Marlon Brando either. Marlon Brando had to test. He was the one yeah. came up with the idea of putting that shit in his mouth. Yeah, because yeah, Marlon Brando was a pain in the ass, though. That's why they didn't well, want him. Well, I think they also didn't think that he could pull the role off. Yeah, though. well, yeah, yeah. So he put himself on tape. And I'm like, you know, kudos to you, dude, because mm-hmm. I swear to God, today, when you think of The Godfather. Oh, yeah. I mean, the role was so, it's like, Jesus, I can't think of anybody other than Marlon well, it's Brando. The, it's the iconic performance. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Which kind of can work against you because, uh, I mean, he did a lot of great work up until then. But when I think about Marlon Brando, I think of the fucking Godfather. Mm-hmm. Everything he does, I'm like, you're the Godfather. I think of the Godfather, I think of Mr. Christian. Paris. Do you? Really? Did you see The Godfather? I did. And you still think of The Last Tango in Paris? Yeah. You know, I kind of think of the wild ones, I think. Well, there's, all, there's always wild, was it the wild bunch, the wild, wild ones, bunch. He, yeah. the wild bunch. Was yeah. it the wild bunch? The yeah. one where he was a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. What are you rebelling against? I thought that was what, what you got. got. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. So yeah. And, and then yeah. there's uh, I could have been somebody. Yeah, I could have been, been a contender. contender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Marlon Brando was. Um, he doesn't. He. I mean, he was like the white Harry Belafonte, and I mean, he was yeah, out on the front yeah. lines with Harry Belafonte. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. You know, he was in the lead with the civil rights movement and the you know American Indian movement, and he's just a down ass mofo. I'm like, but he had this, his kids. I'm oh, like, yeah, his Jesus, kids were so tragic. sad. Well, Marlon Brando was nuts too. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but both of his children. Yeah. You could be nuts and down for the struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about a relationship to his kids. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I just thought it was extremely sad. What happened with. It was terrible. Yeah. It was it was tragic. But then he's come forward and spoken up about um, you know drug abuse and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's trying to, you know, um, yeah, because that's those genes, man. They're powerful. <laughs> they certainly are. You know, I look at my two kids and uh, their daddy side got some questionable stuff. Well, mine got some too. I'm not just gonna put it, to put it on there. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> a, there's a few in my, you know, my aunt thought she was the Virgin Mary, okay? So we got a few <laughs> a few, you know, things on my side too, so I'm letting my kids. Good luck. Wow. You know. Wow. <laughs> I'm watching them very carefully. Eight things women should know about their swaggy pee. <laughs> Is that the actual title? That's my title. <laughs> Who came up with Swaggy? Is that something you invented, Dino? Swaggy P. You have yes to go and back, no. You have to go back and hear. Like it was probably like our first or second um, episode that it, we did. Yeah, it was, it was really. That it was like really some shit early. You come up with Dino. Well, yes and no. Okay, Swaggy P is the nickname of. Uh, Nick uh, Young. Nick, Nick Young. Young. Nick Young Lakers. is a Laker, a Laker player. Yeah, right. His nickname the one that goes out with Iggy Azalea. Right. Okay. Swaggy okay. P. And Damon. Uh, he had a bit about how he's saying that Swaggy P sounds like a urinary tract infection. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I said, I beg to differ. I think Swaggy P sounds like, sounds like my, yeah, sounds like she got the bum pussy. Like she got the Swaggy P, my nigga. <laughs> and I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> See, Swaggy, when you hear it, it doesn't sound. It sounds the opposite of you know, like that's you give somebody daps. I thought it would have been something negative. Mm. No, Swaggy. No, no, it's great. Swaggy is not as good. Well, she got swag. When you say a, a horse Swaggy in the middle, you know he's got that long. Stomach hanging down. That's sagging. No, they also call it swagging. <laughs> okay. They also call it swaggy. So I thought it was something negative. Okay. Mm. Well, and that's the saggy P is negative. And that's the wrong. <laughs> saggy. Yeah, if she got the saggy P. If she, if she looks like a horse in the middle, <laughs> then that's, that's bad. Or pretty much anywhere. <laughs> but so ever since then on this show, swaggy P refers to male or female genitalia, depending oh. on. But totally in a positive, in a positive yeah, way. That's right. So I, I, I say if it was negative. I was going to say we well, got to come up with something for the men. Well, I, I took the I took the negative road, and uh, I, did I was, you? I was outvoted. You thought yeah. it was negative? Well, I said I swag it was a urinary fact, uh, urinary oh. tract infection. <laughs> but we agreed that we that it sounded like a compliment. Okay, more, more okay. than a diss. So swaggy. Okay, you, so the swaggy you pussy. Swaggy. Okay, yeah. I had I had I had the medical definition of what swaggy p urinary tract infection. Right. So okay, so obviously we'll need a lot of help from you ladies to see what you guys think about this. But this this is actually an article. So you guys been near more swaggy peas than I have. <laughs> yeah, but I don't actually own one. Oh, I, I own one. I just don't have it. I don't. Have, I don't have one. <laughs> I've owned. I've owned. I'm on a few, actually. <laughs> Just because your name was on it doesn't mean you owned it. Well, that's it. That's it. Uh, this is yours, Dino. This is your swaggy P, Dino. <laughs> this is yours, Daddy. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just taking them at their word for it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, but did you have the papers? Because, you know, Bobby Christina claims she was married to. <laughs> I do. I do. And and they have been notorized by, by a notary public. Yes. Well then, I, I, I guess I guess uh, with the California seal. All right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the first one, the first one seems pretty obvious. It says you can still contract an STD even with the use of a condom. Well, I think everyone in this day and age knows that. And if they don't, then they have problems. Yes, but let us um, okay qualify that. Go ahead because that. You still should use a condom. Don't, of don't use that fatalism. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Well no, 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 and no. Typically, the only, unless, unless there's a, unless there's a leak or a tear in the condom, typically the only things that you can contract with good, proper use of a condom would be, um, HPV, human papillomavirus, mm-hmm. or herpes during its, um, Outbreak, You're right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those. What about chlamydia? No, no. Chlamydia, you need to contact with the bodily fluids. So okay. use condoms. Look out for outbreaks, and don't use this as an excuse to not use condoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this one, we're gonna need more. <laughs> we're gonna need you guys to co-sign on, or, or not. I, I happen, to, yeah, or not, yeah. I happen to think it might be true, but like I said, I don't, I don't have one personally. So uh, use it or lose it. This typically only applies to postmenopausal women, but an unused vagina can form can form fragile tissue and even shrink, making sex difficult and painful. Mm. So, uh, in other words, y'all need to exercise that swaggy pee. <laughs> Take that shit out for a walk every now and then. <laughs> Water it. <laughs> Talk to it. That's right. <laughs> 
running up the flagpole yeah. and see if it's a loose. I have never heard that before. <laughs> so, I have. Yeah. And if, and if there's some women out there that needs uh, some help exercising their swaggy pee, you can contact Damon and I at the shit in the show at gmail.com and we will gladly help you exercise your swaggy pee. Well, as, as it says in the article, I think that applies to postmenopausal women because what happens is when the estrogen levels go down, the, the vaginal tissues dry up and become more thin and more easy to tear or, you know, basically cause pain. So as... You know, you enter menopause, you need to be very conscientious about using lubrication. All, all that sounds bad. It's not bad. It's just you have to be aware. It's just it's like, all sounds what you, I mean, if you like pussies, you got to deal with the phases of the pussy. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like astrology. The new moon of pussy. So if I like pussy, I got to. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> okay, this is one we've covered on the show before, but I guess it bears repeating uh, since it's here in the article. Most women cannot reach orgasm from intercourse. That's true, of course. Mm-hmm. 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 So, okay, do you guys want to expound on that a little bit, or you guys just want to move on to the next one? That's, well, I mean, I don't know what's there to expound on. Stupid. <laughs> First he was a horse, then he was a butt, now he's a rabbit. <laughs> I'm a weasel. Um, I think the the most people who have had sex know that, but I think what creates that mythology in the first place is porn. If you were to watch right. porn, you would think the opposite. But right. don't believe the hype, people. Most of them bitches are faking, too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Are you telling they me porn faking. has been lying to me? <laughs> <laughs> you know. I cannot rely on porn. I, I, I'm out of here. I, I just... I, 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 that's like saying. You know, I crushed your that's, world right now. That's just like saying if the pizza woman comes to my house with a pizza, I can't expect a fucker. Right. <laughs> that's like that's basically what you're saying to me. That's some crazy shit, well, Charlie you, Bell. Well, you, that's some crazy shit, right? Well, there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I I thought I could fuck the poor woman. <laughs> you ain't even got a pool. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been in pool halls. <laughs> wow. Okay. Of course, billiards. I guess. Next is okay. They say this is a simple tip to, to finding the G spot, and it says, uh, uh, first of all, the G spot is in a different place in every woman, so uh, don't get frustrated if you don't if you if you can't find it right away. However, in general, it is along the front wall of the vaginal canal. Some women are able, oh, find it by using their finger. And the come hither, come yeah, hither, big right. daddy motion. They have to hook it up there. <laughs> right, right. They, and, yep. and doing that up and down the wall until uh, they, hit, they hit the spot. Yep. Of course, a man may not, mm-hmm. but it's nice if you have. The knowledge to guide him. Yeah. Most men yeah, don't. Yeah, to try to direct him, exactly. Most men don't. You have Do to you, tell them. The, so, so is that, have you had success with that? Mm-hmm. Good for you, honey. Yep, I sure that's, have. So, so Absolutely. that's 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 a case where a man should ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> In most cases, yes. but most times they won't. You have to. I mean, you have to direct a man. That's really what it comes down. Are to. you comfortable directing your partner? Oh, absolutely, no problem. I, I don't mind. Yeah, there's no fucking way they're I, gonna know. 
I'm a good actor. I don't these, mind. These I, like I can that, take direction. These like that dude that be landing in the fucking airplane. To the left, motherfucker. To the left. Well, if you if you don't know where it is, turn on the light. Don't be drilling the holes, nigga. I'll show you where you need to be. Come on, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do they, do they have a GPS for that <laughs> GPS spot? Yeah, yeah, G- the GPS G- spot. G- spot. That's yes. right. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm yeah. Okay, the next one is it's like a fucking maze. Your swaggy <laughs> pee does not have to smell like roses or be dushed. Just because hundreds of products have been uh, created to help you clean, quote unquote, your vagina, doesn't mean that's what men want. It, hmm. That's a weird thing to say. They should say that doesn't mean that's what uh, it needs. That's what they should say. For both. But you can get an infection from putting shit up yeah, there. But to be sure. up there. Right. But I think that kind of takes precedent over what we want. You're right. Whether what Thank it you. needs. That so. was a very feminist statement. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I've been sitting next to Charlie Bell so damn long. This shit rubbing off on me. <laughs> you know, God damn. I'm about to end this show and go take a fucking shower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So like I got washed the feminism off. <laughs> I, I, actually, you, you need a douche to get the, the, for feminine hygiene. Too late. Summer's <laughs> Eve. Okay. So if you uh, if you like to use those products, okay, but don't use them uh, out of insecurity. A vagina is meant to smell like a vagina. <laughs> Duh. That's what they say. But no, but actually, it's not okay. Most of those products are going to do more yeah. harm than good. That's right. And right. I would think right. that you know some women use water and vinegar, and I think mm-hmm. that's okay. But anything other than that, those smelly ones. I mean, I wouldn't. Not in a million years. Also, uh, let me say, like I said, I don't have one, but I think I could. You know, I could speak on this. If you, if you if your vagina is really smelly, it's you not. An it's not because it's dirty. It's yeah. because you're mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sick. Exactly. So take Absolutely. take your vagina to, to the, the doctor, doctor. Mm-hmm. and and get right. and get her some help because absolutely. it's not because she's dirty. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. I have a, yeah. um, absolutely, I have a, a lot of women. I think they don't know. They assume that vaginas are supposed to smell bad, and so if they have a, a foul odor, they think that oh well, vaginas just smell smell bad. But everyone's mm-hmm. told me they smell like fish. They, but no, that's not right. I like seafood, by the way. I just <laughs> <laughs> I have a male friend, and he's brutally honest. Like just by by his personality and also his philosophy in life, he he Dino just, Red. <laughs> no, he makes he makes Dino Red look. Downright diplomatic. Wow. Oh, so he's an asshole. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he tells me, like, if he's with a woman, he'll be like, "Look, you know what? This isn't a diss, but I think you have a bacterial vaginosis. You right. need to go to the doctor." And he said a yeah. lot of women don't realize that they have bacterial vagin, which is very common. It's not an STD. Mm-hmm. It's right. just caused by a um, an imbalance in your pH, pH. levels, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, just go get it treated. And yes, your vagina smells like a vagina. It's not supposed to smell bad. Right, right, right yeah, right. true. Your vagina true. is a temple. Right. <laughs> Mine is. Mine is. Yours hell is. I'm worshiping that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, honey. It is a temple. All hell up, yes. All up at the altar. <laughs> That's where I bring a sacrifice and everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what number is that? Don't put dead goats in your vagina. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. That, that is a good point. Uh, is that number nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if your vagina stinks, you have a vaginosis or a dead goat in there. <laughs> and either way, take it to the doctor. Right. 
Okay, your pap can. I think this is finally something that's uh, not as common uh, knowledge. Your pap can only detect one type of cancer, cervical, and that's cervical, right? right. It doesn't scan for cancer uh, on your on your ovaries, uterus, or your colon. Mm-hmm. So if you're concerned about those, see the proper healthcare professional. Do now, people really think that? I guess so. They have it here, mm-hmm. but well, you that know. you could detect one, more than one type of cancer from mm-hmm. a pap smear. People think that? Well, it never crossed my mind before because, like I said, I don't have them. I so. think most doctors, though, make you aware of that. They though. say this is a test for cervical cancer. Absolutely, yeah. So. Well, you know people don't listen. That's well, true. Apparently. And yeah. also, some, I realize a lot of women don't even know the names of their body parts. They don't realize that the right. cervix is the opening to the uterus. Right, they don't right, realize right. that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when they hear cervix, maybe they think the whole thing, the whole uterus, or the whole... That's right. very possible. The whole reproductive you know, yeah, organs, yeah. which is sad. Yeah. Okay, next up we have needing lubrication is normal. Oh, yeah. Plenty of women struggle to become naturally lubricated. Don't feel like you're the kinky one by standing in the KY aisle at the drugstore. <laughs> Comfortable and enjoyable sex is your birthright. So go get it. I agree with that. Absolutely. Right. First of all, I have two things to say about that. One, skip KY and go straight to Astroglide. That will <laughs> yeah. change your life and mm-hmm. your relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Astroglide is the shit. Oh, all right. And number two, if you're using condoms, which you should be after our... <laughs> um, Condoms, no matter how naturally juicy you are, mm-hmm. condoms will dry you out. They it's dry rubber. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, rubber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you must use um, lube with condoms in order to, be first of all, be comfortable and, and enjoy it, but also to um, prevent tears or ruptures in the condom. Well, I was going to say, that would be awful to use a damn condom without using something. Yeah, but people don't know. Yeah. You think you got a lot yeah. of people who do that? <clears throat> oh, for sure. I just like the phrase naturally oh. juicy. <laughs> I know from where I speak. <laughs> so, a young faithful. <laughs> Middle aged faithful. <laughs> All right, let's keep it real. All right, and last we have, last and probably least, <laughs> the thing no one wants to talk about. The queef. Oh. <laughs> this is this is the sound that mimic, that mimics gas coming out of your vagina. If this happens to you, don't think your guy is thinking, "What is wrong with this woman?" <laughs> he surely experienced it before. The queef is simply what happens when air is pushed into the vagina during intercourse, and switching uh, and switching of positions allows most uh, allows much of it to rush out. Just ignore it if it happens and keep enjoying yourself. I've never paid any attention. <laughs> I've never paid any damn attention. Yeah, I'd like to meet the guy that like hears a queef and just stops. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> You're like, well, I ain't hear nothing. <laughs> but back to the previous point, lubrication can minimize queefs. Mm, can okay. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. I think. Slide yeah. some lube to me. <laughs> Slide some oil to me. <laughs> Let me lubricate my mind. And other parts. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened when I fucked that Tim Woods woman. Oh, that she tell is that is that yeah, she told you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she say? 
Well, she asked me to lubricate her uh, her mind. Her oh, mind. Oh, oh. <laughs> and her ass will follow. <laughs> <laughs> CD, you had a bad. You have a bad influence on me. I tell you. Me? No. I think it's the man over here to my right who's got that bad influence on you. Dino leading all of us down that path. I'm <laughs> I'm a He's like the fucking Pied Piper. I mean, <laughs> taking us on the highway to hell. Uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> I own it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> well, since we got, we just got through talking about the swaggy P. Let's follow it up with uh, what makes a woman give up the swaggy P to a man. What would make me give it up? What? It would have to be an emotional response. You know, mm. I definitely would have to be an emotional attraction. Because I've never met, they, I heard someone say that you decide within 30 seconds to sleep with a man. I, I disagree with that. I do too. I decide within 30 seconds not to sleep with him. I met somebody right. and went, that's never going to fucking happen. Right, 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 right. I've never met a man that thought, I want that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you time to prove me wrong. Yeah. But I think a lot of the um, statistics out there say it's the reverse. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I don't believe that. I think you know immediately if you're attracted to someone. Right, but, it, but, but that's you just don't a, necessarily know if you're gonna, the attraction is going to lead to sex. Right, and, I don't, and that's as far as it goes with me. Yeah, I acknowledge that <clears throat> attraction, but that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean shit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some guys, like for instance, there was a guy who... Um, Wanted to date me, and he would say all these, you know, like, I lost my number. How about you give me your... I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I looked at him, and everything about him said this would be somebody who I would, on paper, want to sleep with until he opened his fucking mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, shut the fuck up. I mean, so it's like that yeah. attraction might be there instantly. Right. And then you open your mouth, and it's like, fuck you got 100 up. points, absolutely. And by the time we finished talking, this motherfucker was in the negative. Oh, yeah. He had nothing. So, yeah, yeah that initial attraction, you got to back it up. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of men can't. So this is, this is what this, uh, this article says. They, they give the uh, first reason as, I don't think it's listed in any uh, particular order, but they say <laughs> a reason why a woman to give it up to a man is he's sweet and he deserves sex. So uh, I guess it's a uh, uh, charity uh, charity pussy, charity swaggy pee. Yeah. Is this at the Salvation Army? Which which I've I've never received that not, not that I'm aware Shit of. It might have happened to Saint Elmo's Fire. I didn't know it happened in real life. I've given up some charity pee before. It was miserable. Are I'll you never kidding? Do it again, you know, I w- it would never have dawned on I w- me. I was on the. I was. I gave up some. I gave up some swaggy. Uh, some swaggy dick. Some but, swaggy D. Or some some sympathy <laughs> dick. But I, I never received any. <laughs> Uh, sympathy <laughs> pussy. At least, like I said, not that I'm aware of. Right. Both of you guys but, uh, did? I really? did. I did. Yeah, I and it was horrible, too, it's for me. Terrible. It is. It was horrible. What was your circumstance? Oh, it's partly your fault. Don't act what? like you don't know. Uh-oh. Trying to bail. Fill yeah. us in. Yeah. It's partly your what fault. What did I have to do with it? <sighs> you remember that. I don't remember. Okay. We had a mutual co-worker back when, you know, in our early days at the CIA mm-hmm. that had a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Right? We had many girls that had things for you. Well, okay. There's one in particular who, the the her uh, it was unrequited. Right. Okay. There was only one that was unrequited. Everybody else who wanted, I gave it to them. Okay. Pretty much. Right. 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 <laughs> well, I, let's say I, well, I gave it to her too. I should say I gave right. it to them freely. Right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that it was. 
I knew it could be that case with the women. I didn't know it was necessarily. I mean, it's like you guys are the, usually the horny hounds. So, well, see, I'm not. Everybody. I'm, I was going to say, see, it, it depends on the guy, and I think the the at least the the stereotypical guy can do that. I'm my my anatomy is so I'm wired the way I'm wired. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I can't just He's get a highly it. Highly sensitive person. I yeah. thought you guys were like you know like Stanislavski. The damn dog, and like, ding, 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 every time the bell rolls, Pavlov, yeah, Pavlov, <laughs> salivating, it's like, you know, pussy, and it's like, okay. You thought every single guy in the world was like that? Well, really? I don't think all of them, but I think a lot of you Some guys are, are geared that way. Well, okay. yeah, that's, I'm, we're not denying lot, that. Yeah, so, we're not denying it. So I was asking you, are you one of those? No. No. Well, okay. Therein I, lies I, the problem. And, and, and <laughs> I also <laughs> think that that's more. That's not a problem. <laughs> I, also, I also think that's more true the younger the guy. I mean, like, right. yeah. from, from puberty to like. Mid mid thirty mid mid. But he's talking. You guys said back in the day, so he yeah. was a younger guy. Yeah, I was. I was Wait, a younger not, guy, but still a grown man. Yeah, I was still in my thirties at the time. Okay, okay. but okay. still, had finished the story. So well, it was awful. Well, the, okay. Well, let me let me finish telling Charlie Bell how it's her fault. <laughs> okay. Okay. So remember this time where, where this particular uh, person um, would you know try to lure me places or whatever she lived kind of far out and you guys know i don't drive mm-hmm. so uh she wanted me to come over and like hang out at her house and you know i don't know help out she, i think she just moved and uh i don't either help around house or just hang out or whatever mm-hmm. and uh i was like oh yeah and then back in the day um we we all kind of kicked it as a crew mm-hmm. you know and i was like oh yeah the rest of the gang you know charlie bell and everybody's gonna well, yeah, I guess, like, I guess, you know, you know, she can come to or whatever, you know. But uh, so I, got, I immediately got on the phone with Charlie Bell. I was like, Charlie Bell, you know, so and so trying to get me out to her place or whatever. And I know what's going to happen. She, I'm going to be trapped out there and she's going to try to, she's going to try to get some. And I need you to come so you can run interference and make sure that I don't, you know. She was like, he was like, oh, I don't know. I, I got stuff to do or this and I was like, come on, come on, Charlie Bell, please, you got to, don't leave me Charlie hanging, Bell, don't leave me hanging. not show up. And you was like, all right, all right, all right, I've moved some stuff around or whatever, and <laughs> I'll roll out there or whatever, you know, you know, I can't stay long. I was like, you don't have to, that way I just have a way back home, back to L.A., you know. And you was like, no was like, all right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I went out there because Charlie Bell told me that she wasn't going to come. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone because oh Charlie Bell was my, my way out. Yes, yes, you have. You just don't remember because I don't remember it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a repressed memory. Selective right? <laughs> memory. maybe. <laughs> so, so Charlie Bell, Charlie Bell uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Charlie Bell stood me up and I was stuck out there, uh, and she was all like, oh, you know, I just late, just spend a night, and I'll just take you home tomorrow. You know, we'll just, we'll just go back there. I got to go out there anyway, and da-da-da. I was like, ah, I kind of have some stuff to do. But, well, I mean, what was I going to do? You know, right. I was going to But can know, you guys perform when you're not attracted to her? Okay, I'm, okay, okay Miss Impatient. Do. Jesus. Well, I'm like, come on, dude, what? <laughs> what? Okay, so finish this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Like, get to the point, <laughs> She's like, well, what's oh. up with the dick? <laughs> well, excuse me for trying to answer Charlie Bell's question. God damn. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just get to it. No. Pretty much no. Not not really. I mean, you know, I, I, I forced, you know, what I, I could out of it or whatever, but it wasn't. Well, wasn't how did much, she get whatever. You into bed? Like, how did you? She literally, she literally kept. I don't want to use 
the begging word, but she just kept asking. She just wore me down. Like, she would not take no for an answer. That sounds like... And, and I had no more excuses. I used to have the excuse... I used, well, when we first... When I first started working for the CIA, I was married. Right. Then I got divorced. Then she was married. Right. And then she was... No, then she got divorced. Right. So this was the first time we were, like, alone. And, like, we were both... Like, I didn't have a girlfriend. Right. She didn't have a boyfriend. I tried... I just... There was, there was no... I was Why just, did you just say, I don't sleep with people I work with? Because I would have been lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you still said it. <laughs> Dino Red is a man of honor. <laughs> well, what did you say? I, 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 I think I had already, I think it was already common knowledge that already hit some stuff around the office. <laughs> did you, did you what sleep? about I'm not attracted to you? Yeah, that's hard to say. Mm. And I kind of thought, like, I would think you would figure that out. Like, me as a guy. Like yeah. I, I know, like if I got a beg for or ask, like you know what I mean, yeah. that I'm like okay, that person's not feeling it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would think that a woman would know, like after all these years, like you putting it out there and it never being reciprocated, and then like there's no obstacles in the way, and I never call you up and be like, hey, let's you know, right. like that would be your first sign, and then the second sign is like when you saying I'm like, nah, not a good idea, <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I would think you would know that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the typical person. That's terrible. I'm yeah. sorry that happened. That's damn near. So that's, am I. That's, like between, that's more closer. That's almost rape. <laughs> more so than sympathy pussy. That's terrible. That's like, that's like harassment pussy. <laughs> but I would thought you wouldn't be able to perform, you know, because I, I can't fake it. I really can't. It's almost impossible for me. I mean, did you have a hard time performing? Yeah, I said I, I, said I couldn't really. No, I mean, wow. not really. Uh, you know, did she come on yeah. to you after that? I mean, did she or did she leave you alone? Mm-mm. The writing was on the wall. No, no, no. no. She still kind of yeah. And then to make even th- matters worse, she found out that another a mutual friend and I had a thing, and then they used to com- talk and stuff and compare notes. But <gasps> but but her her story was a total lie. What she was telling, because like I was wondering, like what she told the girl, like if she told her, like I was, I sucked and this and that, whatever, because you know clearly it wasn't my fault. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. But she didn't. She made it for whatever reason. I don't know if it she was. It seem like you put it down. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, wow. Well, thanks for that, but <laughs> that wasn't the case. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not put it down. Mm-hmm. Damn. Tried to put it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tried to put it down and so walk away word, from it, but <laughs> she didn't have a swaggy pee. I just wasn't into her like that. She was a cool friend and all that, but I was not. Just not that not, into not, you. Not, <laughs> not, not attracted <laughs> at just all. Not, that into you. <laughs> not, not at all. Wow, uh, yeah. that's devastating. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Charlie Bell. <laughs> I'll try to make it up to you somehow. Okay, I'll hold you to that shit too. <laughs> Now Dina Red has to take another shower. <laughs> oh. I want to take a shower after that. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was not that good. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was. Ooh, that was Damn. I'm about awkward. <laughs> not even the word for it. That's like putting it mildly. How was it at work after that? Well, that must have been awkward. That actually wasn't. It was just the moment that was bad. For whatever reason, afterwards it wasn't. You know that wasn't. You guys are too, cool. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, and she was like, oh, it's better than what I've been getting. So I, damn. I was like, well, so now I feel sorry for her. <laughs> that, like, that's when <laughs> sympathy comes in. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Uh, yeah. You're just a tease, you know, Red. Yeah. Well, you know, what can I say? <laughs> My story was bad, but that one's, I think that one's worse. <laughs> okay. So another reason why they say women give it up to a man is she needs to cut loose. I guess, uh, you know, like Stella needs to get her groove back or something like that. Hey. Yep, that's what it says. First thing it says, she's on vacation. Uh, she leads too rigid a life. She's tired of having to stick to the plan. The plan being like, okay, you got X amount of dates before she can do something. Excuse me, he got to jump through X amount of hoops before we can do something. And the plan of only sleeping with a man, the plans on having a relationship and whatever, whatever. And so, yeah, so sometimes when she's on vacation or something like that, she'll just... Uh, Cut loose because whatever happens in Vegas uh, is all over the internet. Yeah, a lot of women do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think every mm-hmm. woman has at least absolutely a one or a few of those. You got to just let it loose. Mm-hmm. Said I got to cut loose, <laughs> loose, kick off your Sunday shoes. Yeah. That's what vacation Ooh, is for. Shit. <laughs> absolutely, to go yeah. horn around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Get some strange. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, another reason is, yeah, I believe this one. She just got screwed over. Oh, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Not in my case. She had a boyfriend who she had given her all to. She was devoted to him. She treated him <laughs> like a king, and he cheated on her. Or, uh, or he just told her one day, I'm in love with somebody else. I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got friends who've done that on the rebound. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine, mine's go on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Looks like you thinking, Charlie Bell. Mm-hmm. Was that? Was that you, are you? I mean, I think definitely. You think it happens, but not for you personally. That hasn't been a, a reason. Is that what's going on? Well, I think the way that this article is making it sound like is that if you are a guy and you happen to encounter the woman who's going through this heartbreak she might be more liable to give it up to you that's not my experience my experience is that if i or one of my friends is going through that and you make a deliberate decision like i'm gonna go get me some yeah. and forget about mm-hmm. this this motherfucker over here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you you go for somebody that you want you don't just give it to right. somebody who happens to be around the first right. dick that passes by on the right, street right, right. <laughs> I, I feel like you're very like deliberate about who you give it to so in other words i don't think you're gonna get it because of that that may be the circumstance that makes her pursue it with you right so that i guess that's my i get i get i get what you're saying that that, that makes sense in Mm -hmm. other words um if she wasn't going to give it to you that's not going to make her all of a sudden give it to you exactly yeah that's not gonna push you over the edge exactly exactly Exactly. right yeah i I believe that 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 sounds right (laughs) <laughs> Whatever happened to swinging dicks? There used to be a lot of talk about swinging dicks. We we need to bring that back. You know, like every every uh, you doing so and so like like every swinging dick on the corner with a you know. <laughs> like, there used to be a lot of talk about swinging dicks. <laughs> we need to bring that back. Just bring back all the OG seventy slang. Yeah, jive turkey. <laughs> Dynamite. Oh, she's drunk and the date went well. What about that? Mm, they said that's a reason. Again, the same like the same thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Like the same thing you said before, same preface. Like 
if you were inclined to give it to him and the date went well and all that, then and she's drunk, then you would, but not just because of that. But I have to throw up a, a um, like a, a a red flag here because if a woman's drunk, you ain't supposed to be doing it with her because that's, that, that's, that's true. That's she's she's that's rape. Mm-hmm. That's Cosby ish. Yeah. That's that's called repopulating the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's tipsy and there's wasted. I think we all like to get a little uninhibited and relaxed. Well, yeah, she's passed out. Then. then there's to the point where the person doesn't have good judgment or they're passed out. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely don't have sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah if, if a woman is, is, is too drunk, uh, I'll just put her in her car and have her drive home. That's smart. Or rather than mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than take advantage. She's drunk. If she's too drunk, I'll just drop her off at Bill Cosby's house. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna need for you guys to download an Uber app. I don't think any woman going near Bill Cosby for some time. You know, speaking of Cosby, you guys hear about the uh, the breaking story about um, what's her name? Uh, came out uh, another celebrity came out and said that uh, oh, it was Sleeping Beauty. She came out. Shut up. Sleeping Beauty. No, she came out. She Who's said. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. She the the celebrity. The, she came out and the said princess, that Disney princess. Mm-hmm, the princess. She came really? out and said that the the uh, the whole spinning wheel and the mm-hmm. prick and that's why she went to sleep. Mm-hmm. That was a PR stunt. Mm-hmm. I mean PR uh, manu- uh, uh, story story to cover. Uh, Cosby's tracks and what she really said that, that Cosby was a prick mm-hmm. and he and he and he poked her with it mm-hmm. after he after he gave her this cocktail and she, yeah she and made her uh, spin yep 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 <laughs> and that's that's really what happened now see the way I heard it uh, I I heard that that uh, uh, the the evil queen once worked for Bill Cosby uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you know how Bill Cosby's like you know he's really like in, into Jello pudding and right, stuff. right right like, right he had the uh, evil queen deliver uh, apple flavored Jello pudding. Right, right to uh, mm. to Snow White. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so was, okay, so you so you talking about Snow White, not Sleeping Beauty? No, no, no. You know, I'm talking about okay. Snow White. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Two different, right? Two yeah. different, two different yeah. celebrities. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Two different princesses that he that yeah. he yeah, yeah. that he took advantage of. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how true that is though. I, uh, well, I if I heard it too, Damon, there's some truth to it. It is, you know. Hi ho! Word on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Off to Bill's I go. Did somebody say (laughs) right? Yeah, you know, you know, I I think the 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 song was originally called "Whistle While You Work It." Oh my God! Okay, another reason they say that a woman might give it up to the man is she's waited long enough. She's waited long enough. Does that mean she's in a relationship with the guy? And, and well, uh, this, this is how they break it down. Mm-hmm. It says uh, some women know that they are uh, are hypersexual beings. They have made uh, the mistake of sleeping with a man uh, with a guy on the first date uh, too many times. So they finally set up uh, rules for themselves: no sex until you know date such and such. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that number comes along. <laughs> They are ready they to reward themselves for waiting. <laughs> I mean, that's not a reason for sleeping with someone. No. That's just the timing of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, the reason you're sleeping with them is because you like them, you're attracted, you're attracted to them. Right, right. You know, you want to have sex with them. And yeah. I mean, that's just deciding when to do it. Right. Well, the alarm clock's going off. I, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. But, like, this site often has, you know, bad articles. <laughs> but they're fun to talk about on the air. They are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the next one is he's waited long enough. 
Yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I don't even understand. Well, that. the first one was she's waited long enough, and now he's waited long. So, in other words, I guess because instead of the the the, the deciding factor being that she reached X amount of date, you know that she was that she you know how she she set up rules for herself mm-hmm. well he's been playing by her rules and she feels like he's waited long enough so she's rewarding him it, it's it's, of, it's kind of it's the, similar the, to the charity right person. it's the it's the it's the, <laughs> it's the tail side of the of the of the charity coin you know right. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know it's the flip side of the same coin but again i think unless you wanted to fuck the person right you shouldn't yeah i mean yeah well, th- that pretty much goes with all these. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I except mean. Except for the first one, I have had sex that, with someone I didn't really want to have sex with. Well, okay. And that wasn't fun. See, thank God I've never. I don't think I could do it. I really don't. Yeah, I will never do it again. And, and you're a good actress. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't think I could it do it. It was terrible. Like, really? Mm. Oh, yeah. gosh. It's not you, even- you know, you know, okay, it's so funny, like. It's like it's not even sex anymore. It's yeah, you know, it's like you start to understand these clichés like um I don't know like if you've ever had a, a near death experience like your life really does flash before your eyes. And when you like when you when you have sex with somebody that you're not attracted to, your skin literally feels like it's crawling. It feels oh, well. like it's crawling. I was like, I, now I understand where that fucking you really feel thought, cliche. I thought, I thought you were going to say your life flashed before your eyes. No, my, <laughs> my, my skin felt sex. like it was trying to crawl away. Uh, no, I totally, but I, I think any of us can relate to that. When you're sleeping with somebody you don't want to be with. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. yeah. But anyway, it's gross. So, oof. Okay, yeah. last on the list is you've been friends for a while. You've That's kind of like the same while. as one. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that the same as one? Well, all of these kind of seems to be... Ver- I mean, like, how many reasons do women actually... You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> they kind of right. reaching. Well, the- did they do a... I mean, did they do a survey on this? Is that what they're no. saying? Somebody, Somebody just pulled, pulled this out, out their ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what it's more like. Yeah, pretty it sounds much. like. Because yeah. some of that reasoning is, um, you know, he's waited long enough. I don't fucking care how long he's waited. Right. right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Some of this stuff, I'm like, what? So, wait. Go back to that last one. He's... With your friends? What? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want me to read the little... Yeah, give me the rationale, because I'm not understanding. All right. Uh, Let me see if I can get back. Is this talking about friends with benefits? No. No? Something different? I don't think so. Mm. Okay. uh, I don't know. It's (laughs) tripping. I said we just move on. Okay. Okay. All right. So no, you can't you can't you can't be We're my friend and wait me out to, for me to give you some. It's not gonna work. Yeah, no. You keep looking at this know. as the <laughs> as, as, as the guy perspective of how guys or guys are thinking that they're going to get with women, and it's not written from that perspective. It's written from the perspective of of the woman. And I think this is something about. I think that was going to say something like about how women have been friends with a guy for a long time, or whatever, and then they eventually hook up or something. You know, something along those lines. But again, I mean, if I I can imagine, or I have had friends who said that they've been friends with somebody, and then they realize that they're attracted to them, or an attraction develops. But again, the reason you're fucking them is because you're attracted, not because they're your friend. They're fr- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband start off being best friends. Yeah. Best right. Friends. Right. I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. See, me personally, just... I've never grown. To be attracted to anyone. Yeah, you mentioned that on other. We had other shows like that where you talked about that. Yeah, my husband and I started off with friends, and it was a year, a year process, really. Mm 
Yeah, it took that long. So I, you did grow into. Uh, it took a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. He was interested in me, and I'm right like, away. oh, not so much. Mm-hmm. So, do you have to yeah. take classes to learn to love someone? <laughs> no, no, actually, okay. right. no. So wait, so did you know from the beginning, D, that he was into you? Yes. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. How did your relationship proceed at that point? Like you were like, okay, I, you're a cool dude. We're just friends, absolutely. And he just was being patient. And that's right, and we just wearing you down. Party mm-hmm. together, and uh, you know, went to a lot of the same. So this functions. is what. So this, I think, this is kind of along the lines of what they're talking about. What, what happened with D? So, but by the time you slept with him, you were attracted, right or not? Right, absolutely. No, without a doubt, absolutely. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But it took a year. But it took a year. Yeah. yeah. Most guys are not going to wait a fucking year. No. Especially if they're not getting the hoochie. No. Mm-hmm. They're going to mm-hmm. put... He hung in there. Right. Well, I think it was probably one of those cases where it was like, okay, I want to be more than friends with her, but she just wants to be friends. Right. And I, and I like her. I'm cool with being friends with her. And that, ex- Even, and, exactly. And, you know... It, if it ever gets to be more than that, that'd be cool. That'd be but wonderful. if not, we're, we're, we're friends. Absolutely. And that was, so. and that was the case. <clears throat> yeah. That but was the case. The so about, it wasn't like he was actually just waiting, pining for you. He well, was going I mean, about his life. Well, he wasn't still dating hoping. anybody else. Oh, he wasn't? No, he wasn't okay. dating anybody else. So, yeah, all of his okay. friends made it very clear to me, well, you know who he's holding out for. Nah. Like, well, he might be holding yeah, out for no a long joke. motherfucking time. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. But in that article, though, it didn't use the word attraction develops that's right that's the missing link to me you you know why you waited (laughs) (laughs) so romantic (laughs) ain't it you know every every time every time you play this song man a tear comes to my eye (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) i just i just love it when when two kids that are right for each other finally I mean, when a guy proposes, man, that's just that's just beautiful. Where do you uh, put the ring? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay, the last story. We're going to go out on a little bit of a serious note here, and we're going to talk about the 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 whole uh, autism uh, vaccination debate is in, in rage right now. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I know Charlie Bell's got strong feelings about it. I do too, and I think I have a slightly different take on it. Um, but I'm going to let Charlie Bell go ahead and, and kick it off. No, I want to hear your take first. No. I said, Charlie Bill, okay. kick it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. It's just, okay. Well, first of all, let's tell, okay, people, um, autism, there is the, the, the study that started all of this, uh, these uh, vaccination myths or that uh, linked uh, vaccinations to autism has been, excuse me, has been proven to be uh, false, has been uh, debunked. Debunked, exactly. Have, been proven to be um, false studies, um, forged studies, just mm-hmm. all kind of uh, bad science, yep. just just wrong on many levels. In other words, wrong on many levels. Mm-hmm. So we want to educate the public, let you guys know that there is no proof at all that uh, that links autism to the vaccination uh, for your children. But what is proven that if you don't get your uh, child vaccinated, that they will come come down with some diseases and some diseases that were pretty much all but eradicated have made a comeback like measles. Polio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't uh, call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's crazy. So um, but anyway. Um, so, OK, so I guess there's two main things about this 
that bother me aside from the unnecessary suffering and disease that people are experiencing that we have actually eradicated like that shit is stupid that's like people mm-hmm. turning down soap and electricity but whatever I, there's two things that bother me about it one is that the american public is so scientifically illiterate which i think is an an extension of our just lack of ability to critically think and analyze data and information and even to prior even to understand the difference between empirical scientific data and you know just a theory or what somebody thinks or somebody's opinion so and and i think we see this across the board in people's opinions about so many things that have public policy implications right so <clears throat> that's my first problem with it and then the second problem is the people who are foregoing these vaccinations for the most part they're not poor people who can't get the vaccinations mm-hmm. it's actually right. the privileged and the wealthy and and the white right mm-hmm. and so you know in parts of brentwood and I, they they just released the study in parts of brentwood and you know these very rich areas of la mm-hmm. they have lower rates of vaccination than in places in africa right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. chad i think yeah, the, the chad, right exactly yeah. and um so to me the thing is it's the it's the fucking in t- sense of entitlement where you feel like you, you are it's cool for you to endanger the population at large with diseases that can kill mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. you you feel a way about your kid mm-hmm. and you know they they put their 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 concept of what they believe in over the health and well-being of the the population at large mm-hmm. i mean i just saw on my feed a friend of a friend um just had a baby who came down with measles and luckily the baby's going to be okay. But one of the reasons why, you know, vaccinations work through a, it's called herd immunity where you have to have a critical mass of people who are immune in order to reduce the possibility of transmission. And so now we're going below that level. And so this little baby who, you know, and some people can't take the vaccine, whether you're a tiny baby, whether you have immune compromise system for HIV or whatever cancer, you know, so the the people who are vaccinated protect those who can't take the vaccination. Right. And so this is a perfect example of some asshole thought they didn't need the vaccination. And this little baby who was just born is now is like measles. has measles. Right. OK, now now I can go. This is what I take issue with. I think the outrage like that you just expressed, that's the that's the general outrage. And I think it's misdirected and misappropriated. Um, as a as a fairly new parent, uh, and as somebody who just went through this not too long ago, because my daughter's only six. So back when she was going through her vaccinations, this shit had just came out. Right. Okay. Now you have to look at it like now. I'm not saying like all your feelings and stuff are right, but I don't think the outrage and kind of the attitude that's behind the parents that are doing it. I don't think that's all right. Um. Speaking as a parent who was in that situation. Now, I did get my daughter vaccinated. Another thing I should point out, that the study did not say that it was the vaccinations themselves. It said that the vaccinations all given simultaneously was the problem. That's Mm -hmm. what the study said. Now, at this time, when my daughter was that age, uh, there was no debunking of that. This was just go- just getting out there, and this was spread wide. And we're hearing all of a sudden that if you give your, you know, these people who are saying that there's a study that says that if you give your child 
these multiple vaccinations at the same time, it's a chance that they get autism. Well, I'm thinking, okay, well, why not play it safe? Why not we give her the vaccinations one at a time? Therefore, she's vaccinated and she's not in danger of getting autism. Mm -hmm. But you know what? The fucking medical um, establishment does not want to do that. They don't want to play ball. They don't want to. They could do that. They don't want to do that. We made them do that, and it was hard. And we were one of the the few people who were able to do that. I don't know anybody else who was able to get that done. It was either you get them the way we give them all at one time, or you don't get them at all. Mm -hmm. So I think they are a big yes, yes. They they are a huge contributor to this because they won't get off their fucking high horse. And uh, try to play to uh, people's uh, fears and insecurities and placate them. And, and just they could do that. At one time, it used to be done that way. They could do that. It would not be that big of a thing uh, in order to uh, just give them three shots instead of all three shots at one time. Mm-hmm. And they do. They refuse to do that. And therefore, you have a lot of the parents just saying, well, fuck it. I'm not getting to that. I'm not giving them the shot. And that's what's going on. Right. And, and then not only that. You got to think you're talking to a generation of parents who most of them had measles and chicken pox and mumps. Not measles, but chicken pox. Yes. I had measles. Really? Yes. I had measles and pretty much everybody I knew had measles. I never heard anyone <laughs> having measles. I had measles. Mm. Yeah. So like I said, you're talking to a generation of And not only that, nobody died from it. I mean, mm-hmm. that we heard. It, it, the the every, ones that are left. Every, no, 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 no. Obviously, there were a small percentage of people that died right. from it, but that was rare, and you never heard about that. I in never fact, heard about in fact, in fact, D, you can probably back me up. Maybe you too, Damon. When you were a kid and you got the chicken pops, then your sisters and your brothers and your cousins, they all came and got in the bed with you so they would get they it and get over it. it. That's yep. right. That's right. right. Absolutely. That's how we mm-hmm. grew up. So, us, to us, the chicken pox and measles was little more than the flu, literally little right. more than the flu. We were infected with it on purpose from our, our what we, the way it was taught to us. It was like, you want to get it as a child. Cause if you get it as an adult, then you're fucked. Right. And which and, I did and, have it as I did have chicken pox as an older. I had so, so, so nobody, so nobody is looking, uh, I wouldn't say nobody, but many of these parents are not looking at this as something that could kill their children. Right. They're looking at this as like taking a flu shot, right. literally. To right. them, it's like in their mind and where they came from, how they grew up, it's like either to give my kid a flu shot or not a flu shot. They're not saying, oh, I'm so fucking important. I'm so uh, fucking callous to the whole society. Right. Fuck everybody else. My kid is not getting back. It's like, oh, either give my kid a flu shot that could give them autism or not. Right. And that's how they're right. processing this. Well, so all this outrage that they're taking out on these parents is misguided, misappropriated, and you need to be taking this shit out on the fucking medical uh, establishment because right. they're the ones who who refuse to um, to give people the option of taking uh, or taking the vaccines one at a time. Right. I, I okay. So points very well taken. I have um, a couple things to respond to that. One, I do think that a lot of the reason why people will feel like we can just take these decisions into our own hands is because there has been a history of the the pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry lying to us yes. or, or not telling us information that's accurate. So that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the there is, in, there's the distrust. Med- there is definitely distrust. The medical industry has created an element of distrust. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. So I, I grant you that, and, and that is something that I, I – yes, absolutely. Um, they created 
a situation where it's not going to be the easiest for people to just take their word. That said, I mean, my friend um, is a sociologist, and she did a study of the parents who who um, who choose not to vaccinate their kids, mm-hmm. and of the of the people who are people of color or you know l- working class people, they are more reflective of what you're talking about. But the people who are more privileged, the the wealthier white folks, they're they, the ones. They're the ones that actually were saying. I don't think I no, don't no, think no, that's a is, different group than what I'm talking about. Well, this is well the the study that was published identified the different strata and the different reasons that parents gave. And the more wealthy and privileged that you were, the more you were like, you know what? I don't give a fuck how my what happens to other people i'm worried about my kid and it's my job to, ha- to 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 raise my child and and you know if it if it kills other kids oh well i mean one of the parents even said that I, you're right i don't think that that's necessarily i don't yeah pl- i don't think they could honestly st- say that that well, those people are thinking I, I don't think because we're what talking the about told the stuff. i mean that's what that's what they said that's what yeah. the study says yeah. and of course i know that you know you don't believe every study that's out there but the point uh-huh. is as medical consumers as well as you know people who have to take care of our health we have to become more educated about you know medical issues and i would argue that the people who are not t- getting the vaccination vaccinations that's what they think they're doing they think they are becoming more educated, and they right. think they're looking out for their child as something that they, could potentially be very harmful for them. They do think that, and that's the, so. You're right. I'm, I mean, they do think that, and but I'm just. But I think a lot of people think a lot of things that are incorrect because we don't have good critical thinking skills and good analysis and good, you know, scientific or other literacy in this country. There's a lot of things that people believe that are just flat out wrong. Like a lot of people who, you know, it's been proven that a lot of people still believe. Yeah, but that doesn't make them bad people. No, I'm not saying it makes them bad people. It's, it's something- it, it sounded like the first time around, it sounded like you thought that they were bad no, people. I'm not, I'm not bad. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm angry at the fact, of the, at the condition. I'm angry at the conditions that exist where people don't have are scientifically illiterate or illiterate in whatever way can't can't objectively you know understand empirical information that's put before them i think it's holding our country back in a lot of ways i, I think, think it's just taking some time for the the true the the true study or the true science to get out there you know this in this particular and, and case, you you know the negative and the the sensational spread and a lot of that's the media's fault because they, they spread the Hell bad yeah. really fast right. but then spread fear. But, but then yeah. but then the, the retraction of that or the counter of that right they're gonna a little letters it's gonna be on the back page exactly. very you know on somewhere in Idaho. So You're yeah, right. so mm-hmm. so the media has a lot to do with the overall dumbing down of the fucking population. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Well, I, the so, era yeah. I, say, I say the era that we're living in is the dumbing of America anyway. Totally. I really do believe Idiocracy. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. You're right. I don't I think the medical establishment and the media have a lot to do with why people believe misinformation. Mm-hmm. But I'm just that whole well, it was that spread. whole situation upsets me. Yeah. Well, it was the the whole idea about the uh, vaccination thing was spread by Jenny McCarthy, and uh, yeah, with her son, she's saying is cured from autism, and is like Jenny, come on, right? That's you're the spokesperson mm-hmm. for that organization. You cannot come out and make. I mean, Holly Robinson, Pete. I was waiting for. I was like, let me see what Holly's got to say. Right. Silence. Well. Nothing from that corner, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that was uh, I mean that would I mean she she's been getting ridiculed for it for years. Yeah, well, of that, course, yeah. but I mean yeah. you know so good and darn well that yeah. you can't cure autism. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. But if you but, listen but, to it, 
I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying that, you know, that uh, scientists have been saying that, you know, uh, from that time on that that vaccines do not cause autism. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, And it's it's just one doctor that actually came. No, that's not true. It's not. It was more than one. But all of them have recanted except for the one who the the lead the lead oh, guy okay. but yeah. the one stu- it wasn't one doctor it was one mm. study okay. right yeah but anyway the uh, you know the the uh the it it took the measles outbreak at Disneyland to to start the 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 hype the hype well, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah 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 yeah, but people have literally died at that point. So yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's. I just feel like there's a lot of blame to go around, and I feel like there's That's a lot true. of outrage directed at parents. And I was nearly one of those parents. I was very, very close, and I thank God that I was able to uh, make them give her the shots. Actually, we had to like be really slick about it. We didn't really. Do you have they medical really people in your it. family? Do you have anybody in, in the medical field? In yeah, your family? I have uh, my sister's. Uh, I have a sister's RN. Because yeah, my, and she so, was a pediatric nurse at the time, and she was telling me the same thing. And I was like, "Well, do you know that for a fact?" I said, "Well, let me ask you this, Kim. You know, um, if it was your child, and you had some people saying, some doctors saying that it did, and some doctors saying that you didn't, but you can get the all you had to do was take the shots one at a time." Mm-hmm. But the, the, the hospital, for whatever reason, wants you to get them all at the same time. What would you do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, I get them one at a time. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I said, of course. That's, well, that's, only, that's only common yeah. sense. That's like but, a no-brainer. But the media was set it up as a false equivalency where it's some doctors say right. this, some doctors say that. And really, it wasn't. It was one study says this, and everybody else absolutely, says this. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? And you that study is a study of like 200 goddamn people, yeah. which represents all of America? No. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And now, like I said, I just feel the outrage directed at um, not just you, Charlie Bill, but I mean, a lot of articles and things. I feel the outrage directed at these parents. Right. And I don't think it's fair that that the, the, the parents yeah. are misinformed. You know, the outrage, I think, ought to be directed at the guy who the medical establishment, who, the, the medical sure. establishment and the man who who lied and cheated on Absolutely. the studies. Right. You know, mm-hmm. who, who blatantly, you know, mm-hmm. and his he is suffering. His, his license has been uh, taken away. Right. You know, he's For been good reason. Yeah, exactly. But also you have to take some responsibility. Well, you're kind of a dumbass if you take medical advice from Jenny McCarthy. I'm but it's not it's not that you're taking it from Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy was just the face of it and the one who spread it. I mm-hmm. think some people there are did. doctors who who who. Um, but you know what? People believe what a celebrity says. I, exactly. That's the problem. They who sure as fuck do. Yeah. Believe mm-hmm. what she if said. Jenny said it. Mm. Right. So yeah. So anyway. Well, but, oh, um, but overall, I, I agree with your premise, and we definitely need. Um, more like I think people just need to, 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 in, to uh, ease up on the parents. Well, I think beyond easing up on the parents, I think we need more um, ways to hold the medical profession accountable. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think they should be held accountable. I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, I think it, it is happening because with, the internet and stuff a lot things are a lot more transparent like the peer-reviewed studies you can see them you know people have more access to them but But you know how i don't think it's held accountable i i really don't i mean years ago and i mean years ago every 10 or 15 years or so we were discovering a cure for something what was the last time we discovered i mean a cure for fucking (laughs) anything no they're not holding these motherfuckers accountable that's the problem they're not it's because you got the doctor in canada Who's got the answer to what could cure AIDS? And the doctor in Idaho is saying, but I want the full credit. We're not holding people accountable. And I say, you know, right. suffering. These people, my sister-in-law died from cancer. Mm-hmm. One of the most brutal, horrific things I've ever seen in my life. And sometimes you think, so the medical establishment thinks 
you know, a financial gain is a good enough excuse for the suffering that a lot of people are no, going into. So I don't think we are holding these no, motherfuckers. I, right. I don't think we are to the extent, but I think that that um, with more open data and information, we'll have more tools to do so in the future. Right. I mean, is there a huge, you know, um, industri- you know, medical industrial complex that's interested in kind of controlling information mm-hmm. and like creating consumers and really not giving a shit about people's health care? Yeah. Right. That's and fact. I think it's also, I think money is at the rule of all of it. Absolutely. I mean, so that's Absolutely. where I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Just for the record, I, I've never slept with any of my uh, cousins or relatives when I had chicken parts. <laughs> <laughs> so but you're right, Dino. But we did you hear about that, though? Did you? Oh, yeah, 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 that was yeah. very common. Well, right. when, I, when, I, when I was a kid, I, I, right. I, didn't, I didn't know that. But uh, oh, as, okay. as an adult, yeah, I, mean, I, I heard that a lot of people like were like you and D and, and yeah, like oh okay, we go, were, yeah, you oh you got the go go get the rest of get your and what was funny, you despite me. that, me nor my sister came down with chicken pox. Mm-hmm. My sister still hasn't got it, but I got it as an adult. And mm-hmm. they say you want to die, I would have willingly given birth to a child with a fucking jagged rock coming behind <laughs> it than to have to go through. Chicken pox as an adult, it was the worst yeah. week of and my life. As a life. kid, it's not that bad. I mean, you, you itch a little. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, I'm looking for a fever. You itch a I had, I mean, just pustules everywhere. I couldn't sleep yeah. on my back, on my face. My temperature hovered around 104 Damn. the entire right. time. Yeah, it was just bad. Awful. Yeah. It was bad. All right. Well, with that, we're gonna bring get ready to bring this episode to a close. Before that, though, have uh, I have a lot of shout outs to give. Uh, ask you guys real quick. Uh, you guys ever have any friends who listen to the show, or I'm the only one that have friends who listen to the show? So nobody ever shouts them out. Um, mention. I mean, you guys must have some friends that listen to the show. Sometimes my friends listen to it when it's on my Facebook page. <laughs> well, it's going to be on your Facebook page every week from now <laughs> on. They they do listen then. <laughs> They're going to listen and be like, D ain't in this episode. He tricked me. <laughs> Dino Red. That motherfucker. <laughs> I'm still trying to, like like you said, I'm still trying to train my people on how to listen to podcasts. But I have a couple people who have listened to it and they think it's pretty funny. Okay. I'm just, okay. Well, you know, it's okay to shout them out. Just, I'm just, you know, people like hearing their name on the air. And I think it promotes, you know, they, you know, they like it. Encourages them to listen, tell people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, with that said, uh, last week I talked about how um, I got in touch with uh, an, an old school friend from like sixth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Tasha Cooper again. Mm-hmm. And that that started a snowball effect. <laughs> Some of your other friends reached out to you? Because, well, no, not me, not them to me necessarily, but me to them. Because, you know, you meet one friend and they're friends with other friends. Mm-hmm. And so once I got connected with her then i found a shout out to mike poindexter and uh ruben marshall Mm -hmm. um and then uh i I, uh, actually found an old college friend uh so shout out to katrina calderon she's married now i don't know how to pronounce her last name sorry trini you're still (laughs) katrina calderon to me Uh, it's o-t-t-e you guys know how to pronounce that was that ot 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 O-T-T-E? Uh-huh. O-T-T-E. It could be. It sounds like Otter. It looks like Otter. It doesn't sound like I'm like, Katrina, keep your keep your maiden name. <laughs> She's been married 20 years now. I'm like, go back to your maiden. <laughs> your husband's cool, like, but uh, go no back way. to your You know? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trini. I, she was, we were cool. We, she, we were tight and um, she's a good friend. We, we were in uh, undergrad together, communication major. She's a uh, like a second grade teacher. Been teaching for like 20 years. So she's a hero. Give it up for Katrina Calderon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wrote. She wrote. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Giving back to the mm-hmm. kids in our badass communities. <laughs> <laughs> One bright at a time. Mm-hmm. 
Our but, kids um, ain't that bad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Shout out to who else? Shout out to, shout out to my boy Latone Hard from Seven Thirty Show. Um, and a big fat shout out to all the people who gave me birthday love on Facebook. That was great. I got like over. Well over a hundred birthday wishes and whatnot, so obviously I can't shout out all you guys, but I did say thank you to you all on Facebook, but I'm saying it again here, even though most of you guys don't listen to the show anyway. Uh, but thank you for all the birthday love. I do appreciate it. It was very, very, very... Appreciate it. Yes. Shout out to all the people that wish Dino Red a happy birthday <laughs> early. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, shout out to the the, the the person who wished me a happy birthday on Tuesday. <laughs> shout out to my, 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 my main nigga. <laughs> shout out to that nigga who can't read a calendar. <laughs> all right, y'all. This has been good. This has been great. It's always great, especially when we have uh, both both D and D Honey and. Uh, Charlie Bale up in the up in the piece. C B and D. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's been a great show. All right, everybody. So with that said, um, yeah, for uh Damon the Weasel Stanford, Charlie Bale, D Honey, I'm Dino Red. Saying uh check us out on social media. Share the show, people. Share the show. It's not it's not hard. Just press share. That's all you gotta do. You don't have to write anything. Just mm-hmm. just share. Just share mm-hmm. the show. Tell somebody about it. Tell somebody that you love it. Hey, I like them shiznit niggas. Sharing Check and us hearing. out. That's right. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, do you know about that shiznit show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. With that, how about your boy? From all of our crew to listeners like you, mm-hmm. thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.